Today's Video Game Apocalypse is brought to you by Audible, and you listeners can go to audibletrial.com slash lasertime and get a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial. Welcome to episode 203 of Video Game Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Raparas. Who else is here with me? Chris Antides. And Dave Snipperclips Rudden. And special guest who's played all the things this week. Horizon of the Wild, Henry Gilbert. (laughs) That's right. Zero Snippers. Holy fucking shit this week. Yeah. Oh my god. I've held a Switch controller. Henry's played (laughs) the Switch significantly. But we've all played Horizon Zero Dawn, so we'll be talking about that later. Well, if people are listening to this, uh, I wonder how many of our listeners now have a launch day switch on mm-hmm. this Friday. Well, probably quite a few. I, I, as you're listening to this, I'm probably like... And probably quite a few who are like, no! And like kicking the, the it's, radio and it's going to. Su- I'm going to be biking people back to with radios, a switch right? in my lap with the Home Alone Rush music playing. <laughs> And <laughs> a slide Instagram. under a cop. <laughs> yes. All I want to do is play it in bed. I don't want to play Zelda on my yeah. big screen ever. It, it looks. But that might the be my depression. looks cool, man. It looks yeah. okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I heard it's 720p, but you know it's that close to your face, you can't fucking tell. Yeah. Uh, it's like holding a 60-inch <laughs> television. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but well, I guess we'll get to that later then. Yeah, yeah. we will. Um, there's a lot to tear into this week, but because. This is a, a rare occasion. Like these only happen every, I guess, three or four years now. Mm-hmm. A Nintendo new Nintendo platform is <laughs> launching, uh, and so to to celebrate this uh, staggering occasion, mm-hmm. we thought it would be fun. Actually, this is Dave's idea mm-hmm. to run down not just the top five Nintendo launch titles, but to make it a little more interesting, the top five. Non Mario, non Zelda. Yeah, Nintendo. Because otherwise, games. it would just be Mario games. Yeah, Mario 60, games and 64, then uh, Twilight World, Princess, uh, Brothers. Yeah, Twilight it, Princess. Pretty, it's pretty bizarre yeah. that it, with one more Nintendo platform launching with a Zelda game, it will have launched been a launch game for as many games as Mario. Uh, yeah, yeah, Zelda. Yeah, Zelda and Breath That's of the Wild nuts. make or no, Prin- Twilight Princess uh, and Breath of the Wild are two. Oh, Ocarina of Time wasn't launched. No, no, no. I mean, uh, for 3ds, <laughs> we haven't. But then launch, I, I, forgot, I forgot that there hasn't out. been a Mario launch game since the, uh, Mario 64. Yeah. Well, it's all unless you want to include Land. Ocarina of Time is when I started caring about 3ds. So, <laughs> but the I mean, or Mar- New Super Mario t- uh, Wii U. I guess. God damn it, that should Mario shouldn't games know. aren't ready for launch now. They're the holiday release mm-hmm. after launch. Whenever the ah. next holiday is after the launch of a thing, that was you heard it here first, folks. That's when Mario Odyssey is coming out. I mean, they are I mean, better. They, they said I really hope out. it's not. Damn it! Uh, but 3D heard Land it here last. <laughs> 3D Land was ho- the next holiday. Sunshine was actually the next August. It wasn't the holidays. Uh, 3D World was holidays. Galaxy was holidays. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, and so that that one and Odyssey is holidays, which I cannot wait to play that yeah. game. Man. Yeah, looks insane. All right, so let's jump in with. But, but our, we're not what? thinking about any of those. No, yes. no. Mm-hmm. Let's jump in with our second string launch games, <laughs> if you will, beginning with number five. Huh. Is that Tim Allen at the end? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Tim Allen. 
Uh, I I oppose this. Time it's... to go into mode seven, baby. No. What? No. no. Isn't this, isn't this <laughs> no. the zero? No. 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 That is. That's... This is. Uh, this game kind of sucks. It, this game kind of sucks, no. and it's no fun. You no. can't even save the courses. No. But I, I actually kind of agree with you, Dave. But like, no. Every kid I knew growing up fucking loved I, Excite Bike. This game is great when you learn how to play it. I, su- I suppose that's a problem. I yeah. can never get past like the third or fourth track. Fuck like, that. I beat the, I this the whole is on thing, the but... list over Duck Hunt. What? Easy. Hold Whoa. on. You might get there. You got to separate yeah, those. It's just Duck the Hunt. Well, if the de- well if the cunt isn't on this, <laughs> I'm gonna be really mad. I'm gonna get arrested. Uh, but Excite Bike is if it should be on the list. And you were Excite like, Bike. Oh. You didn't tell me Excite well, Bike I, was gonna be on. I do want to toss out a quick plug to a buddy, uh, Jeremy Parrish of Retronauts. Has a great YouTube series called Good Intentions. Yeah, and it's just one of those things we always forget about with Nintendo launch games that all those first party awesome Nintendo games. If you just like put Duck Hunt next, mm-hmm. to, put Super Mario Brothers next to Mega Man. And it actually looks like another generation has occurred yeah. mm-hmm. in yeah. between because the Nintendo launched the Nintendo launched here in a major way almost three years after it two ish but like yeah. after everything started coming here yeah Nintendo was able to cherry pick shit that had been out Again. in Japan for years what's the whole the whole room and that's how we got Clue Clue Land yes. of all things yes. <laughs> the what? axiom of like it's out. My uncle works for Nintendo, and it's out in Japan already. Well, yeah, so the, the Family Computer, which mm-hmm. was the official name, though everybody called it Famicom in Japan, that launched in 83 almost entirely with arcade ports, because that's all Nintendo was then. Mm-hmm. In 85 in Japan, they had Super Mario Brothers ready, and then could make that a launch game in America. Yeah. But our launches for the NES versus the Famicom were very different. Very, like, very different, and Excitebike was chosen, I think, over other racing games because of how accessible it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a lot. If you think of like Rad Racer yeah. or something, which is really fucking hard. It's yeah. really yeah. hard to play. Unless and you get the power glove. This wasn't. Yeah. And like, it took me years to because I, I guess I didn't have the manual or couldn't read. But like, if you got to hit those speed arrows, mm-hmm. holding the B button will ha- hit significant acceleration, but it will also you overheat wanna, your bike. Yeah. So you have to flutter those two in between, and you yeah. have to negotiate the trajectory of your landing yep. to yeah. move faster. It's a it's pretty intense, Excite Bike. Kind of ahead of its time. It kind of you could look at it as a predecessor to like the Trials game. Totally, like, totally. You think it's about doing tricks, but really it's about keeping your bike upright and uh, mm-hmm. navigating these like actually very advanced for 1986 totally. physics. And I, I, I never really, I, I spent years playing it over and over again, but never correctly. Mm-hmm. It, it, that's that's why I think a lot of people yeah. don't love it. But when you learn how to do that, when you learn how to like feather when you use your mm-hmm. hyper acceleration over mm-hmm. your regu- your a acceleration, and then hit the and memorize where those speed arrows go. You can start kicking ass in that game. Yeah, uh, it's it's five tracks of beauty. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I never really played mm-hmm. it until like the Nintendo oh. e reader came out for GBA. Oh, oh my god! So then I like was swiping all those cards and so like on top of that it's like I swiped all those cards and this is what yeah. I get to play God forbid one card doesn't work and then the entire yeah. thing's ruined yeah, yeah. So, it's like a Pooh's so computer bad. program <laughs> what does this one do <laughs> <laughs> oh nothing now uh, uh, but yeah even if you master all the physics you'll still do this a lot we love that sound and your pathetic little guy runs towards the bike if you have to mash the button yeah. to make him run faster yeah but think of how many mechanics are happening simultaneously yeah. in Excite Bike. Like way more than any yeah. other racing game, yeah. And and it had, 
it had a minor race philosophy, but it was all time trial. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you it did have pole position, but it was all based on your time because yeah. there was yeah. NPC bikes speeding around you the entire time. Yeah, yeah. You, you always had like you can take out guys who like by driving in front of them and take them out mm-hmm. from behind. Oh yeah, that was pretty cool. dodging mud puddles. It's like it's it's way more advanced than I think it looks in screenshots. Mm-hmm. Excite bike, and I I guess I have to defend it being there yeah. in the beginning. Like I mm-hmm. everybody loved this for a reason. <clears throat> like it was what's a good NES racing game? There's like micro machines mm-hmm. and yeah. this RC Pro M. RC Pro M is a great example. Mm-hmm. Totally is, but like there's there weren't a lot. I don't think I loved Rad Racer, and it's the power glove is so is so bad. Yeah, it is. But uh, bad. but it it's not a great. It doesn't hold up the very pole well. Position mm-hmm. poor. But yeah, I love that you brought an edited version of that scene where the kid's like, "It's so bad," and then he like just turns around with like this blase expression. It fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> fucking sucks. I don't mean bad in the ironic ninety cents. I mean it's just bad. Yeah. But, the, the the best thing Excitebike ever did was have that course in Mario Kart 8 with the, hey. uh, the DLC yeah, Mario Kart 8 course. is really great and has a jazzy re- rendition yeah, of the soundtrack. I think that's not fair and I've only brought up the notion of the Famicom mm. launches because this game was much earlier than 1985. Yeah, like it's fine. It's yeah. fine. It's a great it's game for its time and holds up real well over almost yeah. any other NES racing and, and it was micro machines. probably on better on the Famicom because mm-hmm. you could actually save the courses you made whereas... Because they even yeah. had the save function in there, and work. I felt like mine was broken. Like I, I, I want to save this course. I can only ever just play it there's, after I make it, and that's it. There's a, in the manual, I believe it says uh, this doesn't work, but it might soon. Uh-oh. You know that little thing on the <laughs> oh. bottom of your NES that never had any business. Uh, well, that was supposed to be uh, the yes. disc system. Yeah, it was supposed to but someday get. That I support. am thankful for Excite Bike, if only for the fact that it led to Excite Bots. Which is one of the most batshit, insane, <laughs> crazy games on the Wii. That's one with like the bug vehicles. The right? bug vehicles and like in race mini games, like building a deck of cars or making a hamburger. I, I, wish, I wish Brett was here to tell the story because Nintendo didn't say what they were bringing by, and that mm. game hadn't been announced. Yeah. So we nerds were all a flutter with yeah. oh oh what could it be? Mm. And then someone shows up with their fucking Blues Brothers briefcase with like a handcuff to their yeah. arm. No one must know. Secret room and it just it's exciting. <laughs> it's yeah. Sequel to Excite it's, Trucks. Never, we told Excite you, you never could have guessed it. Yeah. But, yeah, if, but if, if that like game this. came out now, every like the internet would go crazy for it because it's just so dumb and random. It was just at the wrong time. Yeah. yeah. And again, yeah. again, all the NES launch US launches come with a giant asterisk. Yeah. It's an old ass game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I mean I probably have a bad opinion yeah. of it because yeah. I didn't play till like eighty nine mm-hmm. or ninety. I think I, I could easily stand up for this game. It's fantastic yeah. and Excite by sixty four. Oh, Mario Kart 8's track is not the best thing. Excited by 64 is really fun and okay. has a great soccer game. Right. Terrible frame rate, lots of fog. Never <laughs> appeared on anything, even the virtual console, I believe. I don't think so. But uh, it's, it's a worthy successor, but the only successor, I believe. Uh, I mean, the Excite Bots and Truck are technically. I wish they were dead. <laughs> I wish they were dead. <laughs> All right, well, we're off to a good contentious start, so where will this next entry take us? Number four. Yes. Okay. Bullshit. No, I, I can't. I can't hate this one. This I, I, one. I know, I can't hate this one. I was joking. Can't hate the F-Zeros. Yeah. But it, it, does it does it hold up really well. Oh, I love this music. The music is fantastic. It kind of does, and it doesn't, but I think it, in terms of, like, I think a good launch game mm-hmm. should show off the system's capabilities, and it was kind of a toss-up between this and Pilot Wings yeah. for, like, mm. this... System can do things yeah. that nothing else can do. Like, and even mm-hmm. now, like watching it, like the the using the mode seven to create like this really 
uh, palpable sense of like yeah. 3D movement and speed. Yeah. It was kind of incredible. It's amazing. For it's, like I early just, 90s, what, 91, 92? Yeah, 91 it was launched. Uh, yeah. Like just the idea that I just brought up like Rad Racer, like a, a racer from that perspective just looked like that, like a refreshed 8-bit stage every second mm-hmm. where you can't really tell the direct, like where you're going to have to turn. It doesn't really make sense. But this looked amazing. It instantly made sense. It's a little hard. Oh, yeah. And, and I, I think this and Pilot Wings only suffer because they are less substantial than something like Mario World. Yeah, yeah. Super Mario World was meant to be the game that was everything. Yeah. Like, that you'd play forever. Well, meanwhile, Pilot Wings and, and F Zero existed showcases. because they knew they had Mode 7 and the mm-hmm. Sega yep. Genesis didn't. So they wanted to show off a thing that they could do that others could. Mm hmm. And Nintendo I think, does what Sega <laughs> don't, <laughs> but that but it, Sega couldn't do this. Yeah, it, it, what say can't say can't. <laughs> uh, but that I think that's also why though Nintendo, or I guess I'll just say Shigeru Miyamoto, mm-hmm. I don't think has much affection for Pilot Wings or F Zero and lets them be B games mm-hmm. because they aren't his. They aren't his true sons. They're just something is like, all right, let's get something out of the Super What NES do we launch. do to show off what this thing can do that other consoles can't? And F-Zero is a great example of that. But it is, it is, it's, I don't think it's hard, but I might be biased because I know how to play it. Um, hmm. But it's not approachable. It's not something, mm-hmm. if no. there wasn't a Mario game there, I think it would have been a mistake to launch with like a game like F-Zero. You and expect it to do. Captain Falcon would say to that <laughs> attitude. <laughs> I love Captain, and it gave us Captain Falcon. Falcon! <laughs> Yeah, like, it do gave you us the Falcon see punch. them in the game? Like, like no. maybe when you're selecting cards? Like, no, you, not at all. I think you, I don't know if you see the characters. It's been a long time. I don't since think so. I, I think, think they're, they're in the just manual. in the manual. Yeah, yeah they, they're in the manual. And then there was like a comic book series, like a, a brief mini series that mm-hmm. was run in Nintendo Power that like mm-hmm. introduced to the characters and. Captain Falco and Samurai Goro and like was so, it the alien Pico? Pico, yeah. yeah. Later to be adopted Man. by Sega and turned come, into a baby yeah. leapfrog system. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a sad fate. <laughs> uh, but F- F-Zero, great. I lament not having another one, but mm. we just talked about what F-Zero's real purpose was, mm. which was to showcase tech. Yeah. And you don't and need it a... did that again on it the d- N64 and the GameCube. With randomly generated tracks for yeah. F-Zero X and I think 60 frames a second gameplay for the GameCube, mm-hmm. which nobody was even talking about back and, then. Yeah. And also arcade interactivity, yeah. though, that, though we didn't get <laughs> a taste of that. It might not be a thing anymore, but it was impressive. <laughs> but with no new technology to showcase, I don't think Nintendo is very interested Mm-hmm. In adapt in like just making a new hey, wasn't hard it, racing game. F Zero no. was in Nintendo Land, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes. That let me tell you guys, that was the uh, the one E three, the last E three Nintendo does a press conference was the one I got to go to. So I at least can say I went to a Nintendo press conference. They don't do them anymore. And at that, it you know ends with a thud of Nintendo Land. Like, see the Wii U. It's got Nintendo Land. It's the Wii U's great forever. That turned out great. But if that, you like Metroid and F Zero, this is the only <laughs> place we'll do anything with them for this entire season. <laughs> yeah. So they have the they do the thing at every E three of like so we did our Tuesday thing, but on Wednesday and Thursday we're gonna have a private meeting to show another thing. And for this one it was just like more details on Nintendo Land, but we've got a real <laughs> surprise for you. Look. An F Zero mini game? Didn't you guys want this? And everybody, like, I, I feel like Brett, Brett was in there with me. We were just like, oh, yeah. Well, just like there weren't when F Zero came out, there weren't racing was a huge genre. Yeah, it kind of isn't anymore. Nah. It's like whatever EA does with the Need for Speed license mm-hmm. and then some Sims. Mm-hmm. But it used to be every company. And also Gran Turismo and Forza. Well, I mean, and the crew. But like again, mm-hmm. Rad Racer. That's a Square game. 
That's what they did. That's what they did because everybody needed a racing game. It's not that world. No, anymore. no. I mean, Nintendo. Nintendo is just like we have Mario Kart. That's all yeah. we need. We yeah. don't mm-hmm. need another racer. And there's a great F Zero track on it. Yeah, and that's it's why amazing. Mario Kart Eight just turned into like here's every other racing idea we have. We'll just <laughs> shove it into this, and it's great. At it, Mario Kart Eight is the best Mario Kart game. Yeah. I, really, I, I, yeah. I wish I was more cynical over Deluxe, but I cannot wait yeah. to buy no a way, mildly I, enhanced I, version of that game. I was play sl- it on a handheld. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah! I was slightly on I was, a rooftop. I was slightly uh, disappointed <laughs> with my multicultural uh, hipster Brooklyn <laughs> friends. We're all too old and fat to be those. Kids. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm not going outside to yeah. play. games. <laughs> Speaking of being old and fat, I should say uh, another additional rule of this that I haven't mentioned is that these are all first-party Nintendo launched mm-hmm. games, which is why okay. Final I'm not Fantasy II is not on here. Final mm-hmm. Fantasy was that launch? Final Fantasy IV too was I think Wait. I believe well, or Super cause... Castlevania yeah. IV. Yeah. I'm looking at the SNES no, no launch Super games. Castlevania IV, no Act Racer, no Final Fight. Not a single but luxury. I think it's uh, important to mention because the first party support obviously is the biggest deal. Yeah. Um, and I, it, it'd be awesome if we did this list like next year. Would Breath of the Wild be on it? And yeah. according to people I've talked to who have played it, looks like it, yeah. Except we're still excluding Zelda yeah. games, ah, so ah, no. Ah, but ah, the, um, well, it well, wouldn't be Twilight Princess, that's for fucking the, sure. The mm. Wikipedia page that lists launch games for every console, but just, I mean, it's not definitive because it can be edited. Mm. But uh, <laughs> the U.S. launch for Super Nintendo had five games, and I yep. think all of them could be contenders for this list. Yeah. F-Zero, yes, Gradius 3, mm. uh, F-Zero Pilot Wings, Super Mario World, mm-hmm. and SimCity. SimCity oh, yeah, Sim followed I... shortly by Bill Lambier's Combat Basket. Yes, and I'm still yes. angry that yes. we haven't had SimCity on any sort of virtual console, because <laughs> I will play They don't want to pay EA for it. Wait, yeah. no, I think no, it was on, it was on yeah. Wii. It was on Wii Virtual Console, yeah. but not... Back like, when they and EA were buddies. But if I could play that on my 3DS, I would just, like, sit on a beach all day and play SimCity. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. All right. Well, there's What's probably a version Patty? of SimCity for 3DS. I mm. want the SimCity yeah. for SNES. I want yes. it to be that yeah. simple. It for is me. the truest. It, it, there's yeah. like the Nintendo version of SimCity. It's kind of. I want Bowser to attack my city. Could you imagine That's if it. there was like a Nintendo version of The Sims? That would be insane. Yeah. yeah. It would. People would go nuts. If for there it. was. It was called My Sims. No. <laughs> I want Will Wright to be a chibi man with green hair. Yeah. I would like to have a baby Bowser <laughs> and set him on fire in the kitchen. <laughs> Well, let's move on. Number three. This monstrosity. I know you all know this. I do. My grandmother's favorite game. The highest selling Nintendo game ever, and it will never be beaten. I promise you that. It is still unfair because it's the. I mean, look, people bought the system to get that game, so I do think it's. But like, even the Wii U didn't had an option to buy the system without a game. Mm -hmm. And even for then jaded fucks Mm -hmm. like us, like (laughs) it was a huge draw. Like we got to play that over a friend's house. Like shit, I really want. It it was crazy, and someday I wanted to do like Wii Sports as well. Wii Sports, yeah, Wii Sports. We need to be careful to like we we have been called out on like totally. uh, previous yeah. entries where we don't say the name of the game because so. we all know so it's listening. Yeah, but exactly. it's, it's like I, I know we the, there's a backlash for this eventually. But one one thing I wanted to do someday is take all these clips from sitcoms and movies <laughs> when this had just taken over the universe. Yeah. The Wii was out for like two years, and you'd still see on like modern television. SNL making mm-hmm. a Wii Sports joke, like because mm-hmm. everybody had a connection to Wii Sports. Yeah, everybody. I, this is the only time I think I've ever played and enjoyed a golf game. Huh? Nice car. I I hate golf and people who play it, um, but I love Nintendo <laughs> versions of golf. Man. I remember having to review Tiger Woods. I'm like. This is unacceptable for your full $50 game <laughs> yeah. to be not as good as the Wii Sports version. 
Yeah, How do you justify true. that? Yeah. Uh, remember when games yeah. were 50 bucks? That's <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, Wii Sports, uh, historically speaking, it was supposed to be sold separately. Mm-hmm. Nintendo made Wii Play, which also sold a shitload, mainly because people just wanted a second, another controller, yeah. a Wii Remote. Yeah. Yeah. But Wii Play was supposed to be the pack-in, mm-hmm. and Italy, in America, the American PR team, there was a whole article about this on Gama Sutra from mm-hmm. one of the members of the PR team who said... No, you have to. This has to be the pack in. Yeah. This will sell us a million systems. They were so right. It sold. You couldn't buy a Wii for a year and a half. You couldn't just walk into a store and be like, "I want. I'll buy that Wii." Yeah, like, and you I think you do that. You couldn't mm-hmm. buy Wii Sports separately for a time yeah. because it, a very it long only time. came with the system. So you couldn't have a Wii without this game. Yeah. So they didn't sell a separate version. And in Japan, did they get Wii? Play it was instead? always separate. It was not packed in. in okay. Japan, Japan didn't have a pack in. I mean, in Japan, they don't sell you an AC adapter with your new 3DS because <laughs> they're like, yeah. "Hey, you should have your old AC mm-hmm. adapter. If you don't, we'll sell you." one for 2,000 yen. <laughs> so how many people in Japan never knew the pleasure of this? It's not not fun. Yeah, that, I think the first time I was really wowed by the Wii was when like, I was doing the baseball minigame and like before you swing, if you just like kind of do like a like checking your swing, like just doing a little bit of that, mm-hmm. like it will like move your the, the player's bat in accordance with how you're like moving the Wii remote, and yeah. that kind also gave me like the delusion that like holy shit they could do this like a lightsaber, and it's like no, nah, when it's going in one direction, they can like appropriate that, mm-hmm. but they can't approximate like yeah. a full mm-hmm. uh, lightsaber movement kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, the game only game I wish would be brought back mm-hmm. from this. Is the Wii Bowling 100 so pin? <laughs> the 100 pin bowling. Oh yeah, is That's so awesome. cool. I love that. I wish I could do that in real life. So fucking bad. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I, mean, I prefer Super Monkey Ball bowling. I yeah. yeah. But I. But like, 100 pin bowling. It was so fun. That was like the funnest thing to play with like a group of friends. Totally. Like you only needed one Wii remote. Like you play in order, like you would uh, bowling, and like I. I just get, remember getting into like heated it, 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 like arguments with friends. Like I'm going to fucking beat your it, school, man. It breaks my heart so much because everybody here is critical of Nintendo, but <laughs> still rooting for them, mm, which yes. you can do even for president. And uh, we. <laughs> One two switch should be a f- the Wii Sports it's of this insane. whole fucking system. It isn't a you know pack in. You know whose fault it, that is? Mm-hmm. Nintendo Land. Yeah, because mm-hmm. nobody bought the Wii U. Nobody bought Nintendo Land, and huh. I think that huh. that's why they're like, "Hey, we got to separate them." Did like, Nintendo Land was that a pack in? It, it was a pack in. Was it? Was it? I thought they went insane and bought it for some reason. No, yeah. it's, if, if you got if you're if your Wii if Wii U is black, send it back. <laughs> uh, but if, if you got the black one, you got Nintendo yeah. Land. Yeah, I never did. Okay. I played enough of that pre-release. So I was like, "Yeah, I think it's <laughs> it it's not as beloved, but it was doing trying to do the same thing. It did. It's of best. showcasing what the Wii U could do that other systems couldn't. And there's certain things in it that like. This is great, but it good. wasn't like it wasn't approachable like Wii Sports is. Like Wii Sports, yeah. you know bowling, you know baseball, you know yeah. how these things work. Yeah. So then, once you get thrown into Wii Sports, you can kind of you know fit, you can predict how the games will work mm-hmm. before you even do them. And then when you do them, most of them are one to one, except for boxing, which sucks. But that, that is but, like uh, the most else, I've hurt myself. Yeah. Yeah. I, with I, a Wii game. I, like this was the one I was the most excited for, mm-hmm. and it was the one that turned out to be the absolute worst. Yeah. Like I played it a couple times. Like I never wanted to do this. Oh, again. you did? Yeah. So I, I have the experience of like we played it a ton. People came over for months, and especially in that period where you couldn't really find one. Like you have one of those things mm-hmm. the news is talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't know when the news is going to talk about a game system for. Yeah. 
two, more than a, a week. Well, um, and then you play uploaded. boxing, and it pans out like this. Oh, I'm never going to play this again. <laughs> this was exhausting. Yeah. But but my memories with this game are positive, but it became the forebearer of the what we hate about the mm. Wii. Mm. Every game became this. Mm-hmm. And it sucked. Yeah. It sucked a lot. Like yeah. a worse version of this, too. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, it set the scene for the Wii the rest of its time. Mm. And, and not just it, but also also Wii Play selling so well, and then Wii Fit. Mm-hmm. You combine those, like, there's not space for traditional games yeah. in yeah. there. But and man, it, Carnival Games going to sell a ton. It's part it of, like, did. the whole anger <laughs> oh, that God, turned us yes, into podcasters was mm. just the anger at the Wii. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I don't know if we would have had a podcast I got so much it. mileage in those bad box art articles yeah. out of making <laughs> fun of the mascot for Carnival Games. Yeah. It's fucking that is so anger inducing. Yeah. That was one of the number one selling Wii games yes. for multiple years. Mm-hmm. Carnival games, and yeah. it's, it's especially insulting because it's like he's he's like he looks like an off brand me. Yeah, like he's yep. meant to look like a me, but he's not. You he mean M I I? Yes, yes. He looks yes. like a bulimic not, Charlie not me Chaplin. <laughs> it's the worst. I hate <laughs> goddamn Carnival games. Uh. This made me want to look up what the best-selling Wii games are after it. So, Wii Sports, 82 million. Jesus Christ. Uh, 82.79, so really round up to 83. And that also should count because it was never in box in Japan, so mm-hmm. they always had to sell it in Japan mm-hmm. were part of it. Right after that was Mario Kart Wii, mm-hmm. bleh, at 37 million. The bad Mario Kart. Came with a wheel. Yeah, <laughs> the worst. Wheel. The worst thing They handed ever me a wheel to play Deluxe mm-hmm. at an event last week. I was just like... Must I? Uh, please, They're man. still selling them. And they're like, here, have this pacifier as well. <laughs> so the, the well, there's uh, it's kind of a tie for best-selling third-party game. Mm-hmm. Neither of its carnival games, though. Uh, one, uh, Mario Kart, and Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Games. Uh, the Olympic Winter Games. Another sports minigame compilation. Yeah, that's yeah. 5.6 million. And technically, Sega made it, but that doesn't really count. So the highest-selling Wii game, third-party Five million copies. Just Dance Two. Hey, it won't be stopped. It's a launch game for everything, mm-hmm. <laughs> including Never. the Switch. Including the Switch. Yeah. Including the Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, let's move on to what well, I, th- I think. We sports. We can probably agree. Like, it's not mm-hmm. as fun now as it was in two thousand six. No. I mm-hmm. wish we could remove the stink of everything that came afterwards yeah. from the initial the initial joy yeah. with We Sports. Well, and that it you took. Could- it took Microsoft and Sony four years to copy it to too. respond to the phenomenon. Yeah. yeah. But this next one, I think, is exactly as playable now mm. as it was when it first came out. Number two. I don't know what it is yet. I don't know what it is yet. Of course you uh, do. Uh, but, uh, okay. 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 But so, it's like, it's only now recently. Tetris. Can I, can I separate Tetris from Nintendo? Mm. It's finally been enough time. Mm. Well, I mean, their intertwinedness is is one for the history it's books. Amazing. It's amazing, and I've I've gotten to I read all about it. It's it's like three chapters of that book game over. Yeah. And then recently, the same artist who did the or Andre the Giant uh, comic biography, Box Brown. He, Box Brown, he did one for Tetris, really? which explains what? a lot of the stuff from Game Over as well. Check uh, it out, ama- like a game that was sold to Nintendo by the Russian government. Mm. Like how but, fucking crazy is this? Okay, so the the quick version of the story is Alexei Pajitnov 
who was in Soviet Russia, mm-hmm. so technically it sort of owned Tetris. Where, where game makes you. In yes. Soviet Russia, yes, game owns so you. So he, he makes a game called Tetris uh, based on uh, puzzles he'd come up with. He mm-hmm. made it for a computer. But because it was coming out of Soviet Russia, people thought, well, nobody owns this, or I could just steal it. Or they made a, or somebody thought they made the deal with somebody pretending to be the owner who yeah. wasn't Alexei. See, I thought it was that he worked for a company that, like, well, anything mm. you make, we mm. own. He worked at, the, at a university, I mm. think, in the computer science yeah. department. So, so they licensed out to multiple people. Nobody knew who really owned it. And, uh, like, uh, Tecmo, not Tecmo, um, the Tengen. Teng, Tengen thought they owned it. But Nintendo had an ace in the hole of Hank Rogers, the wonderful Hawaiian super <laughs> chill dude who was like, he knew Japanese mm-hmm. and he was like the only American that Hiroshi Yamauchi, the harsh owner of Nintendo, would talk to. Mm. And Hank Rogers had been making deals in third party with both Yamauchi and the company that Alexi worked at. And then he finds out Wow, Alexi, you made this Tetris game. Other people think they own Tetris and they don't. We could do this with Nintendo. And then meanwhile, somebody huh. within Nintendo makes a version of Tetris to want to run on the Game Boy before it's released. And they're already working on Super Mario Land. They're like, mm-hmm. Super Mario Which Land will sell this machine. It, it, yeah, it is going to sell this machine. Mm-hmm. And then the second they play Tetris, they're like... Oh my God! Yeah. This is the game. Like, I, what's the quote? The quote is like, the "Super same? Mario Land <laughs> yeah. will sell this to Nintendo fans, to mm. children, to children. Mm. Tetris will sell this system to everyone yeah. in the world." Man, that was such a good move too, because Super Mario Land is enough of a departure from Super Mario Brothers that mm-hmm. I never really took to it. It's too weird. <laughs> it's not very good. The bouncy well, ball and the what? music four, four and, levels. and the turtles his, explode. And his sprite being like one like fiftieth of the screen. Who could forget Mario's weapon of the indestructible black ball? And yes, <laughs> well, and, and, his and, wonderful adventures in Charlar Land or whatever they called it. <laughs> well, also, also <laughs> yeah, Super Mario Land is made by Gunpei Yokoi. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the, it's when R and D two yeah. or sorry R and D one makes a Mario game instead of EAD. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. But it was because they were heading up. Up, they were heading up the development of Game Boy games, so they took it away from Miyamoto, who would normally be overseeing that, and that's why it turned out so weird with very clangy stuff. When they would make Super Mario Land 2, that was them actually trying to make a Mario yeah, game. Yeah, I hate to shit on Mario Land 1, but Mario Land 2 is like, oh, that's the that's the one <laughs> yes. we wanted. Yeah, uh, that, my bad. The Land 1 is fine, but and it, it sold it, millions. It's just crazy that with the Game Boy, uh, this is a totally off this doesn't even matter but like they introduced Daisy and then the next game they introduced Wario yeah like that quickly people who are just in the Nintendo Nintendo stable forever yeah yeah. but but and I absolutely play the crap out of Super Mario Land mm-hmm. but Tetris. I also played a whole yeah. lot of Tetris yeah. and my mom couldn't put it down every yeah. human I knew couldn't yeah. stop playing well, it was the Tetris it's machine it's really interesting to me that like so the, the NES version mm-hmm. like inserted Nintendo characters in these little interstitial yeah, cutscenes really, real great uh, the Game Boy 1 has no frills yeah. no yeah. characters it's just falling blocks so in black you, and white two songs if, if you, you beat, have three song choices yeah. A, B, and off so yeah. there is a, like a challenge mode to beat, and if you beat that, then you get like dancing Russian ladies yeah. and like the Kremlin in the background oh, okay. and shit like that. It's pretty neat. I liked how Russian it was. Yes. I think. I mean, Japan has an interesting like love hate relationship with Russia. Like mm-hmm. they're they're so close. It's something you maybe don't think about it from an American centric viewpoint of just like yeah, Russia is a very close uh, neighbor of theirs, mm-hmm. and so they they have kind of a rivalry. It was a big deal for them. In the 1800s to, or 
uh, early 1900s to beat Russia in a war or to beat Russia in like a battle. Mm. It was, and that would inspire a lot of imperialism, which led to good things from Japan. <laughs> but, uh, and let's not forget if you're if you're a poke man's player, uh, like it introduced the link cable, yeah. which is like the mm. first. It's the first two player you have your own screen experience. I can think of that wasn't in the arcades. Well, also, and, and like, and Mario didn't do that, and that was a feature of the system. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was incredibly important the Tetris launch with the the. It seems mm-hmm. in hindsight, it seems obvious, mm-hmm. but like, you know, isn't Pokemon totally based on the experience of like playing together and linking to one another? I mean, they oh. had yeah, it was well, Pokemon's a different. Beast I never played the because, Game Boy ones. No, Pokemon's a different beast just because they, the Virtual Boy failed mm-hmm. and. Ha- good for the Nintendo that they got Pokemon, which would mean they could just like Game Boy keep going for another five years, and it just used all the tools that were part of the Game Boy in new ways. Like they, nobody was really using the Link Cable. Yeah. They did. They introduced the Link Cable at the start. There were multiple launch games that had on the cover like this is sure. Link Cable, like in that that little boy oh, in red outline creepy, with yeah. the Link on it, like <laughs> the fetus, and then you can see two fetuses that look identical playing against each other. <laughs> yeah. But so there were multiple ones that sold like that, but Tetris was the best one, even. And it spawned a million copycats. It's it's also interesting to me that, like, this isn't even, like, Nintendo gets all the credit for bringing uh, Tetris to Mm -hmm. the U.S., but the fact is, like, there had been a PC version Mm -hmm. of Tetris for years that, like, uh, it was in color and it had, I remember, like, the the logo was, like, using, like, these faux Cyrillic characters and uh, it... Had all these like. Bosarillic uh, was the mm, secret word, and I'm so, yeah. I'm pissed that no one screamed. <laughs> <laughs> had had all these like Russian uh, images that would uh, show up as, alongside the uh, mm-hmm. the falling pieces. Like you had the Kremlin and like cosmonauts in space and things like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like alleyway yeah. baseball and tennis all also yeah. used the. But it's table. obviously it was, and the, I love they put Mario on the cover of all those. Like yeah, you know, technically it's Mario. <laughs> that guy could be Mario. He's a referee. <laughs> but how many love people it. wanted to play alleyway baseball? And tennis. I mean, mm-hmm. alleyway is awesome. I lo- I'll play a breakout it's clone breakout, any right? day yeah. of the week. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does. It obviously it reminds me personally of a nostalgic and smaller world <laughs> where, like, I forget the order, but it was either Ducktales and then Tetris on yeah. Nintendo Power's cover. Mm-hmm. Where like just the world of great mm-hmm. games just never and stopped it, coming. I mean, of uh, that, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I didn't play alleyway, so I don't know if it's like this, but like Tetris is the game that you could play it for five minutes, or you could play it for an hour yeah. just trying to get to like level nine, mm-hmm. and like it's still very yes. playable. Yeah. And, and it, to your point, Nintendo, the Nintendo, Nintendo marketing money is part of the reason why we consider this version the first, even though mm. it's clearly mm. not. But it's also like it's also launching a system, and that that's why mm. it's important to this category. Well, and you've seen those commercials from the launch of like mm. a dude at his business job mm. who then it's he's there to late night, and then he opens his drawer and pulls out his Game Boy and starts <laughs> playing. It was them saying like. Yeah, you're old. Like you're you're a dad. You should do this thing, and so and you should exult in this sound. Yes. That's right. That's right. Our audience is aged five years. They're off to mm-hmm. businesses and having children at the age of thirteen. <laughs> and and I had a I, I was and I had a great interview with with uh, Alexi Pajdanov and, and Hank Rogers back when um, mm-hmm. Tetris was being licensed by Ubisoft, Tetris which I Ultimate. guess is over now yeah. since we're getting Puyo I mean, Puyo Tetris. EA has released one. Nintendo only yeah, released I one more. Yeah, I got to interview okay. too at so, some EA events. So. so what happened with Tetris is like it got owned. Hank Rogers and Alexi started the Tetris company. 
company, but that which were just own licensing it out. Yeah, the Tetris company was established, or Tetris Online Inc., which is sort of related to. They didn't win back the rights to their game. Like for it took a, while. a lawsuit. It took a lawsuit. I remember but, getting to meet him, and it's like it's like I'm sitting next to history. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 insane. It's it's because it's not even like Miyamoto necessarily. It's like a guy who invented a medium because it's just. Opened up the world of puzzle games, mm-hmm. yeah. which are, opened up the world of puzzle games. Like you could credit him with launching like handheld gaming totally. in general. Like yeah. the Game Boy, so everything on mobile might not. But it probably would have been a hit without Tetris. But Tetris sure. ensured it was a yeah. massive. Uh, hit. By the way, uh, Tetris is not the only pack-in puzzle game that Alexei Pajitnov has had a hand in developing. Well, Do you know the other one? Hexic. No. Hexic, yes. Yeah, for Xbox 360. The next one from Alexi. I mean, yes. he writes his own check. So, but anyway, when I got to interview Sorry. Alexi and Hank, I got to ask them, you know, how true is the account in Game Over? And they're like, the core truth is true, but he built up a bunch of silly details just to make it a better story. Mm-hmm. And then his, well, his uh, Hank's big example was like, he said that when I talked to Yamauchi, he was drinking scotch while playing Go. You'd never drink scotch while playing Go. He was stone cold sober. It's an interesting that. image, though. Yeah. So, so Hank, uh, Hank, and him were both talking about how him and Pat Alexi are just like bros now, and that mm-hmm. they took they took a year off after their both their kids go to college. They're 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 married at home they're like we're gonna take six months off go to europe they just like backpack through europe like they did in their child ah. they're like their uh college years and then we swapped wives <laughs> yeah, yes <laughs> but Got just, different stinky on hang <laughs> but but there's a third man in this scenario too and that's also why yeah nintendo's tetris for ds that was that was so m- that's still my favorite one though puyo puyo tetris let me tell you i'll, I'll tell you separately but it, that, it's but. like everything else is a weird licensing deal with yeah. nintendo like mm. tetris 2 because they, they don't own tax because they don't own 64 like, yeah. yeah it's all this weird tetris sphere tetris sphere hatris yeah. but <laughs> don't talk to me about fucking hatris i don't want to hear about that but there's a third man in this that complicates the nintendo relationship is it, Orson Welles? it is minoru arakawa mm-hmm. so ah, if, yes. if you've read game over as as well, mm. they build up Minoru Arakawa, Minoru Arakawa, who as the the future president of Nintendo, that he's Yamauchi's son-in-law, that he built Nintendo America from the ground up and made it the most profitable arm of Nintendo for a time. Yeah. When Satoru Iwata took over, at that same time, Minoru Arakawa decided, I don't want to run Nintendo of America anymore. Mm. I won't. I mean, I. Maybe he was mad he wasn't made the boss, and so he quit Nintendo and has been running Tetris wow, since right. then in in Hawaii. Wow. And when, what a terrible place wow. to run a terrible business. <laughs> <laughs> Hate and, them all. And so, yeah, I asked Hank about that, too, and he said that he that Arakawa insists on, like, I run this like I run uh, Nintendo of America with an iron fist. And he hit the table when he was imitating Arakawa. I was like, well, all right. So, <laughs> nice, Arakawa, nice. But Arakawa's like 70. You feel like he'd like chill out now. But he's. But so, yeah, that's. it was just surprising to me because I read the Game Over book way after it was published. And I didn't know Arakawa. I knew Howard Lincoln. Mm-hmm. I knew Nestor. But, but, but I didn't know. A funky bowling fame. <laughs> anyway, so that's, that's the story of Tetris. And it's Puyo Puyo Tetris. I played that. I'm what could be number one? That's not Tetris. Yeah, it's not uh, Tetris, but, and uh, it's a non Mario game. Uh, wait, I'm wait, sorry, wait, I just wait, said it. One more thought. I played Puyo Puyo Tetris at an event against uh, regular people. Let me tell you, nobody knows how to play Puyo Puyo, so you have a real edge on that. Yes. Like, I I beat so many dudes. I beat three different guys in that because 
We were pretty even in Tetris, and then it was Puyo time. I was like, none of you guys know how to chain Puyos? <laughs> the one of the guys like, this sit- is nothing like Yoshi's Cookie. <laughs> one of those guys sitting next to me, like, he smelled so bad. I was like, I know you love Nintendo, but, like, you know you nothing of competition. You can't leave the apart. You can't leave your house to play the Switch smelling like this. You just can't. Uh, I had that. You've experience been in to- this industry for how long, and that's now yes. bothering I, you. I had the experience. And then a few today. years later, I'd work across the hall from you. At time you see, and I'm running around everywhere and realize that, like, I need a haircut, but I also have bike helmet hair <laughs> everywhere I go. It's the worst. <laughs> All right. And so, what uh, is number one? Our I'm number so one non Mario game. And if you don't think this is non-Mario, I blame Chris. Hmm. Put it at number one. I'll need to. This is wrong to be number one. Tetris is better. Tetris is better, but I I think Dark Moon is one of the most unsung games. Oh, absolutely. But this isn't Dark Moon, right? It's not. But but it's it's also, it's so, this is not a Mario game at all. Mm. Uh Absolutely not. It is the Mm. least Mario game, even though Mario is technically. You move slowly in small 3D dioramas Mm -hmm. and do something like no other... Not the flood pack doesn't compare. Like it, it does. It's now Luigi's Mansion is Luigi's a very Mansion. strange, weird creature. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, that's what I love about it too. And it also is why I thought there would never be a sequel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and yet there is one because I don't love Luigi's Mansion. Mm-hmm. I played it twice, finished it. Don't love it, but mm-hmm. Dark Moon was amazing, dude. It was, yeah, it's the perfect mm-hmm. portal well, Dark game. Moon was much more focused, mm-hmm. and it was like it was smaller spaces. With more space for clever ideas, yeah, and it was it was a lot more focused. Ooh, but with a great online mode, mm. try it now. It'll never work. <laughs> It'll never work on a current a, a current system, even a system that's still out. It's amazing multiplayer <laughs> though. But the, the okay, so the thing with Zel, uh, the thing with Luigi's Mansion is that it. They thought they were going to have a 3D visuals at first when they made it. By what I mean is like stereoscopic 3D, ah, not not three dimensional. Now it begins polygons. to make sense. Yeah. So that was when they started making it. That's what they thought the GameCube was going to do. Then later they're like, Nah, can't, we can't do it. But they still stuck with it. That's why the game really is just a series of dioramas yeah. that you walk around in and interact in, and why it works so well on the 3DS. Yeah, because the first one reminds me of like a shitty modern Chuck E. Cheese. Like shooting gallery, but for like, how long did it take for Sunshine to come out? It was like the first. It was not. We're talking. We're yeah. talking the first Nintendo system, literally ever, mm-hmm. to launch without a Mario game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It yes. was. It, it was quite I mean, a, yeah. a difference then. I. I mean, I played. I played Star Wars Rogue yes, Squadron that was and game, Super mm-hmm. Monkey Ball more than this yeah. la- on launch mm-hmm. day, and then two weeks later was Pikmin and Smash Brothers Melee. Wow, it took uh, longer but- for Pikmin three to come on Wii. U. <laughs> Man, that's that's. Just I mean, a, it seems yeah. like they were forced to make a new console. I and didn't really want to. liked Luigi's Mansion yeah. just because it it was a, a good adventure game, which mm-hmm. at that point you really hadn't had in the in the Mario franchise. Like, granted, yeah. they had already spun off to RPGs at that point, but like, just a simple like. Eight-hour adventure. Mm. It's, it's important but because like it doesn't. Seem that has that, a story, which like Mario games story. technically have stories, but like it's such a background uh, thing. Whereas it was more in the forefront. It's a story that makes you keep talking to this guy. I love oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Seems No to, boom boom for Soul Brothers. He speaks like what pigeon Japanese? It, yeah, it's like a precursor to uh, Animal Crossing languages. Ah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it, it, it's, it's also yes. like it's it. With the Mario and Luigi series and Super Luigi Brothers, it's not weird to see Luigi 
come into full focus as a character, but yeah. this mm-hmm. was the first time. This defined who Luigi uh, yeah, was—a scaredy cat. Yes, well, and, and I think I think you know one of the reasons. I, one of the reasons I put this on the list, the, the biggest one is probably irony, because it's like, hey, non-Mario games, this is the non-Mario game. It's the most non-Mario game ever. Yeah. And- um, but also, like, a lot of Luigi's personality comes yes. through in yes. this, like, in, in few other games. Yes. He, he, like, he, he hums along with the theme music. Yes. You get bits like this. <laughs> This is something no one ever needs to talk about until he's dead. But if you want to talk about Charles Martinet's range, (laughs) don't waste death on me. I don't. But like the combination of like that strangled, like scared humming. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Really acting and with no words, defining the personality of one of gaming's oldest, most iconic characters. Whereas, like, I don't think Mario can be in this series. You can't have Mario be a, let's just say. To be sensitive about it, a pussy ass bitch. No, uh, no you that, need Luigi. Yeah. I like Mario. Doesn't work with horror because Mario will just like charge through the nearest yeah. wall. Mm-hmm. He'll throw his uh, his fists behind his back, run as fast as he can, and uh-huh. kick something in the face. Yeah, he doesn't get scared of booze, and so he punches he's not, ghosts for fun. Yeah, the, uh, I like that the slow pace also let them do a lot. Uh, also, okay, what I mean is that the GameCube was there. It let them show off graphically that the. Luigi Sprite could finally look as good as those CG renders you have seen of yeah. Mario this whole time, and he could act better. Yeah, and he could show emotion. They could do a close up of yeah. with him with a key of looking scared and yeah. just and yeah, it you I, got I don't little Mario, character moments. I don't think that. Mario works as a character who expresses that much emotion other mm-hmm. than courage. And I also and, I also did love that in Ma- Luigi's Mansion they found a lot of room for uh, comedy and like yeah. little gags, yeah. like of just. What will you want to you want to suck and blow everything in it uh, because you want to see what'll happen yes. like what will fall out and then also that you just get like literal stacks of dollar bills yes. like that's you get real money in it none of that gold coin shit like, nice. this is an old person's perspective for sure mm-hmm. but I thought Luigi's Mansion was important because only with the Switch releasing right now there has officially been more Nintendo consoles launched without a Mario game than with. Because wow. for people like us who grew up, we consider Mario a launch thing. Mm-hmm. And it now... We have to separate Remember ourselves Remember the that. Wii U did launch with a Mario game? It is... It, God damn it, that game sucks! Yeah. And the original <laughs> yeah. DS It's like too. the worst version of Mar- it's New Super fine. Mario it, Is it it's, not the worst version of New Super Mario It's better than Wii. It's better than New Mario mm-hmm. Uh, that's in my opinion. Mm. It is a I've shame. only beaten every Mario game. So Bitch, I'm way better than you and Mario. We have thousands of video proof. All right, fine. But still, but. I love the Mario games. Wait, what, wait, what's the bet? What's the worst Mario launch game? Actually, Mario Land probably is, but uh, between Mario 64 DS and New Super Mario. Good. When you had to use the nub on your oh yeah, uh, no. Super DS. Mario sixty four DS is terrible. Yeah, but yeah. again, I bought it when I got my three DS. It works amazingly. Yeah. It's a great game. Now they have the second yeah. thumbstick. Yes. Like it, it can approximate what the screen was doing. <laughs> yeah, so, it, but it works yeah. great. If you, you can buy that old cart, and well, I guess you can't play it on your new three, your new three yeah. DS. Yeah, you, you can. It plays DS. Yes. Okay. Good. Yes. It, it plays great. Nintendo probably sells it. Still probably sells it for like twenty five bucks. No, it's mm. Nintendo. They don't sell it at all. Really? Mm. Yeah. You got to go to used stores. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Got to pay an arm and a leg. Yep. Mm. 
But I would dig up Dark Moon. Like, you don't even need to play this one. Like, dig up a GameCube it's, to play it. I mean, I, w- I would buy it on a Switch Virtual Console if it is one of those games. That yeah, well, that's not that's not ready at launch. What are you talking about? <laughs> How hard would it be to, like, if they just... That's like eight extra dollars they'd get from everybody if they well, just launched it with, like, here's Super Mario World again. Just buy it again. Yeah. All like, this Switch it. talk, uh, yeah. it makes for a good lead-in to our next segment. So we're going to take a little break for now. When we come back, we're going to talk about Switch. We're going to talk about Horizon Zero Dawn. We're going to talk about a whole shit ton of things. Stay tuned. Do the Mario swing your arms from side to side. Come on, it's time to go. Do the Mario. Take one step and then again. Let's do the Mario all together now. You got it. It's the Mario. Do the Mario swing your arms from side to side. Come on, it's time to go. Do the Mario. Take one step and then again. Let's do the Mario all together now. Come on now, just like that. Let's get scratching. What is up, Video Game Apocalypse listeners? I am excited to tell you about Audible today for the specific reason that, one, you can go to audibletrial.com slash lasertime and get a free audiobook and a free 30-day trial, but I'm going to save you some trouble. Yes, Audible has over 180,000 titles to choose from that you can listen to on your desktop, iPhone, Kindle, Android, whatever device you have that plays sounds. And yes, there are a ton of bestsellers there, but the book Henry mentions repeatedly... Because Henry and I mentioned a bunch of video game books uh, during the discussion on Nintendo stuff, and uh, you got to know that Audible has a ton of video game-based books, such as The Ultimate History of Video Games, From Pong to Pokemon, the story behind the craze that touched our lives and changed the world, written by Stephen Kent. Ooh, and Brett Elson will love this one. Maestro Mario, How Nintendo Transformed Video Game Music into an Art, by Andrew Schwartman. Or All Your Base Are Belong to Us, How 50 Years of Video Games Conquered Pop Culture, by Harold Goldberg. All that and more is waiting for you at Audible. And remember, you can try any of these books out for free by going to audiblepodcast.com slash lasertime and get, getting started with your free trial. You'll get a free audio book. And hey, maybe you'll learn a little something about video games. You like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on patreon.com slash lasertime. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. I had two dope tweets mm-hmm. that I yeah. didn't put out. Put, I discard into my drafts folder mm. because they are not not tweetable from my account. Yeah. Um, one was uh, I challenge you to prove Jimmy Buffett didn't write a song called Horny Burrito. <laughs> um, so- the other one was uh, did you know Bill Paxton is the only actor killed by a predator, mm-hmm. a terminator and an alien and a qualified surgeon. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I was about to get get on you for using that cliche because everyone made that tweet, but then, yeah. Well, Can you see why it didn't go out? Uh, but we do it behind the paywall. We're all friends yeah. here. Wanna, and it's can, good. Can pour I'd some of like, this beer out under your carpet for uh, me? That it, man's played a large role in my life. He, get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly, full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcast, as well as weekly full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, physical rewards, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash laser time, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be board again and welcome back to our second segment there is so much shit to talk about this week <laughs> so let's jump straight into the 
never get any credit, but There's I wrote nothing. that song. There's nothing. Let's move on to game deals. Yeah, yeah. Go, nothing's coming out. I wanted you guys to indulge me a little bit. Mm. There are a bunch of like smaller things before we get into the, the really Ew. big releases. Mm. Uh, a new River City Ransom came out. River City Ransom Underground. Is it the crowdfunded one? Yes. Okay. It came out on Steam. You're it's, welcome. I it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's I think it's 16 bucks for a limited time, but it's mm-hmm. you can get it oh, for 20 like And uh, like I, I played it a bit, and I played it after several hours of playing another new release we'll talk mm-hmm. about in a little bit and like just check Steam like Hey, what's what's on here? Like, oh shit! There's a new River City Ransom. It's finally out. So grab that. Uh, played it for still like still haven't played Tokyo Rumble, and I really really want Tokyo to. Tokyo Rumble's really good. I, I think, uh, like, I don't I don't want to disparage this because I've only played it a little bit, mm-hmm. but uh, I feel like it's the better game. Mm. But that Tokyo Rumble is mm-hmm. um, because this it's like it's continuing the adventures of Alex and Ryan. It's like the American conceded the first game, and it's 20 mm. years later, and there's a bunch of new characters you can play as, and it kind of feels like. Uh, everything's a little bit slower because they added in a bunch of new frames of animation so everything like looks really fluid and good and and, mm. it, and it feels really satisfying like the the fighting is a lot well, of fun a, and it's a sequel to River City Rampage not the Kunio Kun series Ransom. which is being made yeah. separately like right. this is the 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 games have diverged yes and it's so weird because i thought it seems like that company has their ducks in a row and is making their own official yeah, well, game yeah this this is they licensed are, from are. arc yeah. system works it's, I, yeah arc so, system and, works and it's a just, different developer that was working on it already who but adopted the, the techno sprint. I know yeah. this. But I mean, Arc System Works put out a different River City Ransom last year on 3DS. They did. Yes, Which, yeah. And it was really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this, this, it still feels really good. It doesn't quite feel like River City Ransom, mm-hmm. even though it tries very hard to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, like, it's like a somewhat better looking version. And like early on, like you, you first play through the last act of River City Ransom, the game where you're just fighting through the school. You fight Simon on top of the school. Mm-hmm. And then plays the ending text like, oh, the gangs went back to school and became honor students. And then uh, it's 20 years later, like four new characters, and you get like accused on TV of kidnapping somebody when you didn't. And then like every gang in town is suddenly gunning for you and you have to escape and there's cops everywhere. Warriors? <laughs> it's sort of like that. Mm. Yeah. And it is four player. So that's kind of cool. Uh, I also want to talk briefly. We we talked a little bit about it last week, but Night in the Woods. Yeah, uh, I played the shit out of and uh, finished over the weekend. It is amazing. It's beautiful. And you remember what you were saying on the uh, Oscar podcast about uh, no Hell or High Water <laughs> being like Trump voter the the movie. <laughs> yes, I kind of feel like this is the game answer to that because like it's on the one hand it's like this kind of twee indie game about these very cute animal characters who are kind of dirt bags and mm-hmm. the main character is a college dropout going back home and like trying to reconnect with friends but on the other hand like it gets into like this really heavy political shit and it's like it's economic political it's about the decay of small town America and which is what uh, Hell or High Water was nobody about. can get a job the jobs that are available are I just, shitty mm-hmm. this show has gotten me more grief over the like 0.1% political mm-hmm. matter. Yes. So bring all your complaints to me because I have no sympathy for you <laughs> and fuck off. But but I, I think, you know... And Not Michael. N- none mm. of that... Like, the, the game is just really brilliantly mm. written. Uh, I was expecting, like, oh, it's a short indie game. Like, no, it's pretty long and meaty. Uh, yeah. It, it kind of has... Like, if you like uh, Yakuza mm-hmm. with that sort of structure where, burning. like... You have you have a small like open world area that like gradually like you can explore new parts of it, but for the most part like you're just in this one area and you're talking to people and like saying okay what does this character have mm-hmm. new today and maybe there'll be like a new hangout mission you can go on and and I'll, you visit hostess clubs 
You don't visit hostess clubs, but you do get to hang out at the local hardware store and (laughs) uh, have band practice in an abandoned uh, party store. Please use that on the eventual box. (laughs) (laughs) You do get to hang out at the hardware store. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love love this game. I can't recommend it enough. Mm. It's fantastic. Let's see. There's a bunch of other stuff coming out. There's a new story of seasons, the Mm -hmm. three towns. New bomber, man. A friend... uh, maybe I don't want to blow up a spot. Nah, who cares? Chris a trio Hoff- of towns. A previous guest, Chris Hoffman, uh, worked on that game. Really? Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah. Mm. I saw him at the Switch event last week, and mm. he's doing good. Nice. Wear- wearing uh, Wearing his shirts, uh, his, his old WWF shirt. <laughs> ah, of course. Sergeant Slaughter? Yeah. Yes. Um, hey, Hoff, if you're out there, hi. <laughs> torment Tides of Numenera, which is like a spiritual successor to Planescape Torment, is sure. out on Steam. Yeah. Um, for those of you who like old school PC RPGs, uh, Suikoden 4 is out huh? on PS4. It's oh, the, the bad one. one. <laughs> yes. Look, they have to they have to put that out to get to Suikoden 5, which is when it gets mm. good again. So. Yeah. Well, well, Konami actually is releasing a yes. real game this week, and Suikoden so it's possible. 5 is impossible to find. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. good on them. And uh, finally, uh, King's Tale Final Fantasy 15 is a 2D brawler yeah, set like 20 years before Final I Fantasy mean, 15. You could, if you got a the special edition or whatever, it was in that. Now it's just a free. Now yeah, it's out free. for everybody. Now it's out for everybody. Yeah. All right. Which I. I do really love Final Fantasy 15. The mm-hmm. farther I get away from it, the more I love the I things love I loved about it and don't care about the things I disliked. Yeah, I they, don't. they didn't count, they didn't outbalance the yeah. stuff I like. I'm very jealous that my uh, bro Bob mm-hmm. Mackie, he's going to the panel on FF15 and mm-hmm. I'm not. He only one of us could go. I'm like, fine, you oh. go. Though Bob, I beat the game. In in forty hours, Bob is one hundred twenty hours into it, and Jesus is finally Christ, has finally decided. Like, all right, I'll, I'll do the end. ending. I'll stop feeding this cat. I'll cross the because <laughs> <laughs> uh, he did all the. He's he's a monster Hunter fan. Did all the mm-hmm. monster quests. Yep. Uh, it's make that so money. good. Speaking of well, and are, you're not a Final we... Fantasy game until you have a lame spinoff that yeah. has no. Uh... Speaking of hunting <laughs> monsters, oh, are we what? going to that? Let's go to that. Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh. Yeah. I can't stop calling it Event Horizon. By the makers good. of uh, Killzone. Goodita mm-hmm. Games. Yeah, and, and the Sin? most interesting Gorilla Games game ever. They, they've been well, making... Because they, they finally made something that wasn't yes. fucking Killzone. Yeah. They made yeah. Killzone 1 in 2004 and have been making only Killzone games yeah. since. Like, what no wonder hell? you want to branch out. Yeah. What but, a hell what, yes. And I don't... Again, <laughs> we, try, we, stream, we have a stream up of, of a lot of it because like, I hours. couldn't stop playing it. Because those people... Are the most tech, so technically proficient, mm-hmm. who have been slaving over a mm-hmm. series I do not care at all about. That is hard to care about. Yeah, Killzone yeah. Three was really good. It, it's uh, again, sure. I don't mean to yeah. shit on the games, for, especially for the people who like them. That's not what I want to do. But they don't interest me. Mm. They're me too. There's plenty of other. I'll play but, Halo every Halo game before I play Killzone. Yeah, I gotta say, and then I'll play Resistance before I play Killzone. <laughs> I, I've played Horizon Zero Dawn for a few hours. Mm-hmm. I've like done all the side quests in that first area, mm-hmm. and my impression of it, like immediately, gut reaction is this is. Far Cry Primal Dude. meets yeah. uh, Shadow of Mordor. I, yep. I wanted to yep. see Very if you could true. make a like the next VGA is yeah. uh, top five games with bonfires for save points. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it also feels very Tomb, Tomb Raider. Yeah, 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 new yeah. Tomb Raider as well. The very like, first thing you're doing or, is, or, is, is shooting like, an animal in the head with a bow and arrow. It's like Dark Souls. 
Uh, everything's like that. Shush. Shush. <laughs> now they and Tomb Raider. And do you save it a bonfire yeah. and Primal? No. Uh, uh, I don't know. But, uh, it's the Arrow Stick Collection that reminds mm, yeah, me a the, lot of no, you, Primal. You sleep in Primal. But yeah, the, the, the bow uh, mechanics mm-hmm. in Horizon are really, really good. Like... Mm-hmm. They, it's a, it has very subtle aim assist that you don't really know that's there, but what like you can unlock. They make it really easy to uh, hit these fucking watchers in the eye yeah, every single time. When you, when you, it's, it makes a headshot worthwhile yeah. again, and it because, feels so great when you see the watcher just go limp, just yeah. like and just yeah, slide immediately at you. minus ninety yeah. points. Yeah, because it's not just a t- if you hit him in the side of the head, you're not going to. get... It's like mm-hmm. having. A headshot only count if you hit the enemy in the eyeballs. Mm-hmm. If you hit him in the ear or the temple or yeah. the back of the head, so the, it doesn't count. The watchers, if you haven't played the game or been paying attention mm-hmm. to it, like so, it's set in the far future, obviously. Far, far future. You you live in like you're an outcast right in, the in true, this true. caveman society <laughs> that uh, hunts among like there there are still wild animals, but mm-hmm. there's also like now these gigantic robotic megafauna. Mm-hmm. And you megafauna. you spend yeah they're you like should write press releases huge animals well that was the <laughs> megafauna was the term used in Far Cry Primal or it's the final form of Sleeping Beauty yeah sure <laughs> they just get called machines they they get called, yeah they're just the machines <laughs> but uh, you hunt them constantly and scavenge them for parts that's what I love I love that cycle of it so you you play as Aloy the outcast girl with a secret history mm-hmm. There's something special about her. And so you, but but the, what I love about it is just the cycle of hunt animals to get more stuff to make better stuff to hunt animal to hunt the machines later. Yeah. All the all the traps like and better better weapons all over the place. It, it's so the, just the cycle of that is so much fun. But I, lo- I love also at the outset. Yeah, her her secret like. You don't know why, but she has been an outcast since she was a baby. Mm-hmm. And, like, everyone in this tribe seems to really fucking hate her, and she doesn't know why. And, like, she's desperate to find out. And because she's desperate, you're kind of desperate. And her mm-hmm. adopted father is also hated for similar yeah. reasons. But we, we don't really know why he's hated. We don't hated. know why. We, we, we don't know, know it seems is. to be by choice. It's mm-hmm. revealed in the opening cutscene. That's what I sent up my lantern for. Come on, Mama. Talk to me. <laughs> yeah. Talk to me. And it's a very matriarchal society showing the feminazis will ruin the world and that's what happened. <laughs> no, joke, joke. Well, it's, uh, it's interesting that it's like the, the people ostracizing people are the most multicultural yes, depicted yeah. society ever and like, wait, what the fuck is your so caste white system based at, on? The white man's at the bottom. It's, it's just like Obama wanted, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I like and also the excuses, uh, the setup of the focus to give the the yeah. HUD to create the HUD in the game and uh-huh. give you the Batman vision. You yeah. or I guess really the Eagle vision that was there before Batman. So. Yeah, but I, I kind of like that. That like oh, there's an explanation for this and that totally. makes sense. There is, and so. you're finding. <laughs> The dominant tribe is a and, bunch of anti-intellectuals, and and also yeah. an explanation for why you're the only really... one who who has it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because yeah. everyone else shuns the old technology. <laughs> yeah, we'll go back to when um, <laughs> make Gorilla great again. <laughs> <laughs> and but yeah, it is it is a gorgeous game, and I it felt like they were really happy to make something new and to make an open world third person game. Yeah, they were trapped making uh, admittedly quality kill zone games, but I mm-hmm. was never going to be on board for kill zone like I would for an original IP that yeah. it just it just you look at it and like was this building your fucking heads the whole time? Mm-hmm. There's so it, many things happening yeah, here. Yeah, there's there's really a lot in the game. Yeah, and, and to me to, just as the biggest compliment I can pay it, it's the most substantial first party exclusive 
in at least a year. Hmm. Yeah, at least since Uncharted 4, I'd yeah. say. And even that was just like, yeah, well, we know what Uncharted yeah, is. Yeah, I, like, I don't just... want to crap on Halo Wars because then people send me death threats and tell me DuckTales mm. sucks because that's the kind of fandom Halo has. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> yeah, you call it out specifically. Well, we got, we, Dave and I were looking at it because like one thing Halo Wars did, I, and I, I do the show too drunk all the time, but now I'm doing, I have rolling rocks, so I'm not that drunk. Uh, but that, I don't remember if we complimented Halo Wars, yeah, Halo the, Wars cutscenes, yeah, like set a new bar in mm. CG cutscenes mm-hmm. to me, and then we we jump back into these in engine. They're not an engine, yeah, but mm-hmm. we jump back to these in engine cutscenes, and it, and that's the only thing that feels like a step back. Everything else yeah. feels like technologically not entirely in gameplay, but a huge step forward, like oh, uh, yeah. something we should have seen in the next. And that's again being complimentary. Mm-hmm. Something we should have seen next-gen consoles before now. Well, it took three and a half years of the PS4's lifespan to get to this. And I think, too, if you're a Kojima fan, you should be excited because Gorilla is working on Death Stranding. Mm. They're partnered with Kojima Productions, so... Engine, this is their yeah. last game before that. This is the engine that's going to be used in Death Stranding. It is the engine for oh, Death Stranding really? as well, yeah. That's the, I mean, it's not a secret, but they only really mm. talked about it during uh, the, the PSX last year. Mm. That it, that when they had Death Stranding on stage, like, well, here's part, and you see now why that's why he went with PlayStation, not just because they probably gave him some kind of deal, but they're like, Hey, we'll, we'll give, give you, you our top mm-hmm. our Jesus. top studio is going to help you make this. Mm. You'd have no access to stuff and it also they talked about that too of like Gorilla just gives them that engine because they can't use Fox Engine as much as Kojima yeah. would want to. He can't take another seven yes. years to build an engine. Hey, at least the Fox Engine is being used in that uh, multiplayer game that nobody's heard about since they announced Everybody's it. Everybody's talking about it. Yes. Mm. Did Metal Gear Survive? Oh, that's I think it, it was shown at uh, TGS. It was shown at TGS. It looks yeah. totally fine. Mm. Totally fine. Sure it is. Not insulting, but, but just this, like... This is great. This yes, is, I, I, I wish I could play more of it in... Sure is a bad timing for it to come Holy out. Holy shit, is it like supreme? I yes. have so much stuff to play right now. It's and not that there's so much stuff to play that when I'm like crafting things and shooting things with a bow and arrow, I'm like, was this Sony counter-programming Nintendo mm-hmm. for the first time in like 20 years? I mean, when they would have started working on Horizon, I bet they, thought, they, I bet they thought that Breath of the Wild would have been a Wii U game yeah. in 2015, <laughs> as as many assumed. And if it weren't mm. for the Switch, I bet we would. I bet we would have played it in 2015. Probably. I, betcha. Mm. I can see that. But I, I really liked it. This is really good. And if you don't plan on buying a Switch, own a PS4. This is Jesus Christ. It's a kind of a must buy. Yeah. Uh, for me, I really. Um, I, I don't really usually like stream it. games for over two hours, but yeah. I couldn't pull myself away from it. It's. I think it, it feels really exuberant. Like mm-hmm. it's just really fun to run around in this world. Like once you know yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. And uh, I, I started explaining the Watchers earlier, but mm-hmm. like the the dynamic for confronting these herds of robots mm-hmm. is really cool. That it's like. They all have like these these watchers, which are like these little velociraptor looking dudes that like keep watch yeah. uh, for the herd. And if they see you, then they'll alert the rest of the herd, and the herd will run away or attack you, whatever they're programmed to do. And so you take them down first, and then you can sneak up on the bigger animals, which are more valuable. The dumbass lummoxes. Yeah, start taking them down. Mm-hmm. And I, I like just from the beginning of the game, like they're actually. F- like challenging but fairly easy overall like I never mm-hmm. felt like I was outclassed yeah and this, you get skills so quickly mm-hmm. uh, you can eventually you evade almost anything yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I forgot for a while oh yeah I have a melee 
that's really strong that I buffed up because I keep wanting to shoot things in the eyeball. I just like shooting the arrows, though. It's so much yeah. more fun. I like it more than melee. It's, it's, yeah. But I, I immediately cringe when I see stuff like that, like, be careful, watch their line of sight. But it happens so fast, mm-hmm. and even though the eagle vision isn't new, yeah. it allow, like this is the path, only path this robot can walk in because mm-hmm. it's a fucking robot. <laughs> yeah. uh, and you can predict its <laughs> movements and figure out where it's going to go and trap the shit out of it and kill the hell out of it before his... Fat ass friends have any idea what's happening. We don't say fucking robot. We say love machine. Love machine. <laughs> he doesn't want to work for anybody but me. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like. I, I wish I could play more of this, but well, stupid because you, you own it. I do not. Don't I borrowed ba- it, and I'm getting oh. the time. This is out. I'm having. I'll have Zelda, and I will not have yes. room for anything else in my life. Mm. So speaking of, mm. yes, Hank, you have you have a switch now. When we're recording this on Tuesday, yes, and you, uh, you are playing Zelda. It's annoying to not be playing Zelda and looking at all of you instead I, of Zelda. I, I know. Makes me so angry. I, yeah, I, I have to say, like, could be playing it right now. Exactly. It, <laughs> between GDC and Zelda, I 100% expected you to bail. So you have mm. my unending. Gratitude yeah. for I was pretty up. close to quitting, yeah. but I wanted to tell everybody that about this game and Horizon. But yeah, so I've been playing it. I got it Monday. I have not beaten it. There are people out there who beat it, and you're probably listening to tons of podcasts. People who've beaten it. I'm sorry I haven't done that, but I played the first five hours, and it is incredible. It is everything I wanted it to be. Just like this, this might be the best selling game ever. To, wow, to, really? to me. What I think the best Zelda game ever is actually Link Between Worlds. Like, that is my favorite of, mm. of all of them. Mm. The, I mean, Wind Waker, mm. when I played Wind Waker HD, mm. it did make me go, unlike Twilight Princess, it made yeah. me go, Wind Waker's still really great. It's really great. But it's not better than, than Link Between Worlds. Like, I love the I loved the layout of Link you Between didn't Worlds hear VGA so much. Apo- I think it made the case, Zel- Ocarina of Time has been HD-ified for mm. the 3DS. Yes. I predict that's coming... For the Switch too, I can see that, and I, I think that'll that. hold up even better than that. But so this one, mm. it does the thing. It, it's got the same director as Link Between Worlds, which is why it like tosses out all the bullshit that made Skyward Sword kind of a disappointment. Which mm. is just like all those things you thought a Zelda game is supposed to do. That's over now. Like mm. you, it is an open world. Go where you want to. We'll show you where you should go next. And it's got all these like open world things. Nintendo learned a ton from Assassin's Creed, from uh, from uh, Skyrim, from all these other open world games. Like it learned a ton from it, especially like fast travel, climbing to the top of a thing to then see everything that's in a section of the map. So the open world thing is not tertiary, not bullshit. I predicted no, like it is. It is an open ass world. Mm. Is it? Is it really as gigantic as everyone was saying it was? Yes. Oh, yes, wow. it is. It really is that big. That's also why fast travel is so important in there because yeah. like, you're not walking even on a horse. You're not moving that fast. Mm. And and it's also a big change up, even more so than in. So in Link Between Worlds, it had the novel thing of, you can just rent this item. This is the key item for this dungeon, and you can rent it from us. But mm-hmm. so far, I've seen, like, I haven't been to a dungeon dungeon yet. I've been to shrines, which are more just like these challenges to learn a tool. But Yoshika Slate does all this stuff that you're like, oh, I don't have to... I don't have to go through a whole dungeon to do this, like so, or buy bombs. I, I've been really <laughs> curious. Without the Wii U second screen, how does the Sheikah Slate work? It just kind of switches on. Like the the biggest use of the Sheikah Slate in the way that a Wii remote would be used is that you press in on the right stick and it turns into a camera and it lets you 
mark places on your map very easily. It's really easy to. Oh, wow. You basically can take a photo of something. It's like, oh, you meant that. You meant that specific shrine, right? Okay, we put down the pin on the on the count up on the map right here. So it works for that. It's pretty nice, uh, but you could also just do it with the controls. Like you don't need mm-hmm. and with the Wii on on the game. I'm using Wii U terminology <laughs> on the Switch handheld the Joy-Con trademark. You you on the tablet you can still do that of move around the camera to look around, but I don't like doing that. Yeah, and it's and I've also played it all handheld. Like I haven't played it on my TV yet, and it's huh. just beautiful on the handheld version. Like it is, it is a beautiful it's way. A, to it's play a the better handheld. screen, or and I got to touch it for a little bit today. It's hmm. a way better screen than the Wii U gamepad. And I think oh just, yeah, That's just just having much. the cape, but like. <laughs> When we talk about resolution and screen size, it doesn't matter that much if you're holding it yeah. a couple inches from your face, but there's something about that caved-in Wii U gamepad. It feels yeah, clunky, yeah. it's hard to hold, and it collects dust like a motherfucker. Yeah. Whereas, like, this thing is so sleek, and Henry, I think you pointed out, you just pointed out to me that the Wii U game, or the, the Switch game boxes are the exact size. Yes. If you wondered why oh, wow. they invented a new jewel case, mm-hmm. it's the exact size of the system itself. Well, also because the it's not as the cartridges aren't as small as a Vita con, con, cartridge, but almost they are very tiny mm-hmm. cartridges, and they also I had found out today at this Nintendo event that like those cartridges have bittering agents on them, so kids won't put them in their mouths. Bittering so, agents. <laughs> that, wow. That's how they described it. Just like this is meant to taste bad. They made it to yeah. taste bad. I did the, see uh, Jeff Gertzman. Put one in his mouth during some stream and actually like yeah, like got a little oh my like, god mm-hmm. sick Damn. about it yeah so but I mean because it's I gotta so try this now. No, it's no, so swallowable it. you're not licking my uh, Zelda cartridge not no I'll you. lick my own Thank but you. it but it's so easy to just like I switch it off I turn it back on and I'm just right back in like nice. it's beautiful how easy it is it's. It also definitely, the Switch in general, took into account so many of the problems of the Wii U. Which, it really is what the Wii U should have been. The if they Wii could U, just go back. I mean, it needs to be pl- something you can literally turn on when you're playing on the train and yeah. Yeah. start. I mean, the Wii U, in terms of turning it on, is fucking uh, was has been embarrassing since the beginning. Yeah. The, and that, and you, what you experience now turning it on is the updated version. Like, we made yeah, it easier. Still, like, no, still you the worst. didn't. It's still all of your dumb... Me friends running into some like big room that has eight games and maybe you own two of them on the screen yep. and what is this shit? <laughs> Do you want to start this disc yet? Yeah, well, all our complaints shit. about the Xbox One. Holy shit, the Wii U. Here's a drawing of uh, Metroid Prime Trilogy. Uh-huh. What? <laughs> but the Switch seems so to fix so many of those things and the Joy Cons are really neat. I have played uh, Zelda a little bit in tabletop mode which is you pull out the kickstand mm-hmm. and then you just hold the two joy cons you can hold them separately in your hands or attach them to the included shell for them the dog face which does not charge them no it doesn't mm-hmm. i'm gonna tell you about that okay so let me tell you guys about charging it does not come it come you charge usb 3 point or usb type c mm-hmm. but you have to buy a separate cord for it the usb cord uh... charger is attached to a power yeah a supply. It is not a USB. Uh, it's not a USB cord. It's not USB to USB. It is a power strip into. Yeah, or it's AC. It's a docking in, station. Yeah, it's a docking station. So it's permanent. So if you want to attach your uh, switch to a 
USB battery, mm-hmm. you have to buy a separate USB-C cord. I feel like... Which I, I did. I don't know what USB-C means. It's yeah. a different shape. It's a different it's, shape. It's like, not, nobody does like USB-C. It's not like the PS4, Xbox No, no, no. One, that's Micro mini. 2.0. Okay. That's Micro 2.0. It, it, C it's, is a new one that I think... Spread is better at delivering power, or it's more. Yeah. It, it spits out. We're more both power. heads are the same size and shape. Kinda, yeah, mm. it, yeah, yeah. It's more of an oval. And How you much can was put the in, wire? Uh, eight bucks oh, on Amazon. Cool. Yeah, it's nothing. <laughs> What's a lot more is if you want to get a micro SD card that's bigger than thirty-two gigabytes, mm. which is what comes packed in. Which, if you intend to just buy game cartridges, then mm. cool, you're fine. But if you're going to download, say, Zelda at launch. Well, I hope you like having four gigs left yeah. on your card. Mm. I that's do. All your, yeah, so I spent 80 bucks on a 200 gigabyte micro SD card for a SanDisk but one. I, so they, I they're not like doing extra for yeah. like 60 or 70. I mean, I bought it now. They probably are hiking up the price I a little bit. So I paid 100 for a 32 gigabyte PS Vita yeah. one. Wow. And that's still how much it costs. So that's a rip the, the $100 one is the 64, which is like, that is way too much to pay for 64 gigabytes yep. on flash. It's the worst. But like, these prices have all gone down. Like, you can find these things on sale all the time. I think it's cool that Nintendo went with a, a public option. Public option. Uh, but a, a the, third party option. They went with something that isn't theirs. Like, it's not proprietary. Yeah, I mean, they did that for the Wii U as well. They did. They, they did it and, first, I think, but, right? But they, they did, did it the confusingly for have, 3DS. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but with, they did it for the Wii, too. But the Wii, the Wii U. As well. Yeah. The yeah. Wii U, you could use an external hard but drive. But the 3DS, which, it was really confusing. Yeah. Because it was only certain kinds. But and, like, and Nintendo didn't know what kinds in the beginning, yeah. so you had to like wait for them to update their list. And, what and it has happen. to have a power supply to it too, which was a real mm. pain in the butt. What did, what has to have a power my supply? Wii U my Wii U hard drive? Oh yes, it yes, has yes, to have yes, a power yes. supply. Yeah. Well, and remember, like, Sony just gave that. Act, get, like, they finally started doing it like last just week. in time for Wii for Switch to not do it. Mm. I mean, maybe eventually they'll. Probably so, but if you don't have it, but you have a, if you're not going to buy a Switch or you can't find a Switch. Mm. You do have a Wii U. I have heard good things about the Wii U version. I haven't played it myself, but but that sounds pretty much that's, the same. Our, that's not out this week, right? It's it out is. on the third. They're same both day. out on oh, the third. Wow. I keep telling you that, dude. It's I didn't believe me. I thought well, they were totally going to do. did that thing where it like notified everyone who ordered it that like we don't know when it's coming out, and yeah. then suddenly today, Tuesday again, they uh, they said like, oh, it's coming March third. Like, yeah. oh, okay. wow! I totally thought they were going to Twilight Princess it. It's yeah. the last Wii U game you'll never yeah. have another one. I, I'm I'm ordering it just to keep it wrapped up yeah. in case it ever becomes insanely valuable, like yeah. the GameCube Zelda. Mm-hmm. I guess Twilight Princess GameCube did, which wasn't awesome. valuable after yeah. HD. Now uh, it's not. HD. All right. Well, just like Chrono Trigger Super NES is not valuable anymore. Now that don't it's been buy things you never intend to play. That's my advice. <laughs> And Do what I say. Too late to listen. <laughs> and, uh, and my my other advice is you should invest in that giant card because mm. Nintendo isn't saying this is a 3ds yeah. successor, but it is. But it like having seen it now in the capacity I have, it is going to be my new portable system. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to be lugging around stupid fucking carts with you in your bag falling yeah. out. Like I can't stand when I find like a. a I mean, in, in that sense, it does cart. make sense they're not doing an external hard drive because I'm not going to take out an external yeah. hard drive while I'm on no. the bus. And even. Microsoft and Sony don't make it as easy as that little fucking card. Get the yeah. biggest one you can, yeah. put as much shit on there as you can. Does it support up to, was it two terabytes or four terabytes? It's two terabytes, but you, you can't, can't even buy gonna, a one terabyte you, you one. Can't, they're not that big yet, but that's future-proofing. It's yeah. Yeah. Like that. that's Which is not a very Nintendo thing. And, and no. seeing, seeing the big, I, I went to a GDC big indie showcase for the Switch, specifically. Yep. I snuck you in. And, and it's sort of like the idea of like, 
I used to have to consider, do I buy this on Steam or do I buy it on my PS4 or mm-hmm. Xbox? And now I have to consider, well, which one do I want to play on my TV and on the go? We had a nice conversation with the developer, the, the guy showing off SteamWorld Dig mm-hmm. 2. Mm-hmm. SteamWorld Vice is amazing. With, by the and way. It, was the, it was the premiere of SteamWorld Dig 2, I think. I think it was the first time it had ever been shown anywhere. But so I told him, and me and Chris agreed, that like... I liked getting Vita versions of indie yeah. games because that was my favorite way to play indie games. Me too. Now I don't even have to choose that. It's just exactly. like I bought this on a thing that is my TV and my yeah. portable thing. And I'll just play and these. I think, and just games. talking to him, he's like, you know, he was talking to people there like, no, Nintendo was real indie friendly. It, was, it wasn't difficult to bring our games over to this platform for like mm-hmm. the first time ever because it wasn't, it wasn't even easy with Wii U. Remember no. that? We talked about it here where like there was that story of like, Nintendo internally, like, if these people work out of their house, they're not allowed to publish on our yes. platform. Mm. Like, go fuck yourself, <laughs> Nintendo. Jesus Christ. They need a dedicated the, P.O. box. Thinking of the NES being as successful as it was, because it was an indie box. It was a place mm. where anybody could make a game and publish it, and that's mm. why it had so many things. And Nintendo's put all these barriers in place to keep people from publishing stuff on their mm. platform. Mm. So the, the best chance it has is not necessarily third-party support in terms of, like, your Assassin's Creed's or Skyrim's, is this shit. Yeah. Like, the idea... Like, I, I... Fuck, I totally meant to bring that up up top because we didn't bring it up for Game of the Year. I just started playing... I'm almost done with Inside. Mm. That game is amazing. Yeah. Mm. But the idea that, like, where would I buy Inside now mm-hmm. with the Switch existing? Mm-hmm. I yeah. would always take the Switch. Always. Yeah, I think it's really... It's really smart of them at the, at the thing they showed off. They also talked about how their development thing for it is, like, their development version of the system is 500 bucks or around $500. Obtainable. Yeah, very attainable for any developer, which Nintendo should want every person who wants to make a game for that, the better. We should do it. Alfred Chicken 2. They they can't be as choosy as they were during the Wii, and so they are launching with a lot of other things beyond Zelda. I'm real excited for Bomberman. So yeah, there's Super Bomberman R, the return Mm -hmm. of Bomberman, Konami made a game. Can Yay! you can you believe it? And it really is Konami like developers. They're the, mm-hmm. the credited people. There's the Binding of Isaac Afterbirth Plus. That's getting a port there. There's World of Goo getting a port. A little Inferno getting a port. Oh, so good. Skylanders Imaginators getting a port. I am Setsuna getting a port. Just Dance 2017. And then the game we talked about up front mm-hmm. that really should be a pack in and isn't, but was really fun to play. Mm-hmm. One two switch. I would love to just bring it to a get-together we all have and just have fun milking stuff or Mm. playing. I've actually heard there's a more sexual one in it than the milking, which is burrito eater, which is like, uh, (laughs) guess what you'll pretend to do, what actions you'll look like you're doing while eating a burrito. I couldn't imagine. And having played with the... the Extra points if you put your tongue in your cheek. I could deep throat both controllers. (laughs) They are very small controllers. They're very small. But but they're not... At first, I thought they'd be too much. Mm -hmm. Though I did see that John Cena went to a... a, 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 He did an ad from a Nintendo Switch event, so it was like a paid appearance, but it was him playing with the Switch and just seeing in his hand it was like, you have giant, like, oven mid hands. Like, you are a monster man, John Cena. This thing would be lost in your palm. Like, <laughs> you could probably just put his tits together and hide both yes. of them. <laughs> Alright, let's jump into... Take my advice, do as I say Save a little money for a rainy day what are you buying? I'm run right from that performance in the game deals. Hey, act fast. What performance? Uh, Target has two, buy two, get one free for mm-hmm. one more day. 
One more day at this point. I didn't announce it last week. That's mm. a failing on my part. No Try Switch games me. are counting that, though. Damn, right? Henry's on point. Yes, yes. Switch I games do not count. Not all two of them? <laughs> um, all two of them. Uh, hey, Super Bomberman makes three. I think this is a daily deal on eBay, but it's honored by Newegg, and it's eBay is a place... I don't understand how their game deals work, but they, really have, they have really great deals. Yeah. Uh, but Horizon Zero Dawn, on its launch day, was forty seven ninety nine. Wow. So, wow. save a significant amount of money in a brand new I mean, new that's game. pre-order price on Amazon as well, if you sure. if you bought it in pre-order, but that's cool. You have, like, two weeks to buy it at that price, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's post-release, too. Yeah, I mean, that's just if you've got Amazon Prime, yeah. that's your if, Prime If you're price. not an idiot like us who has to stream it right away. It's awful. I have to <laughs> get a physical copy every time. Don't know what's going to happen. Laser Time will be doing something with either Logan or the Switch on mm. Friday. Uh, why, by the time you're hearing this, but I'll not be there. You, you will not be there, Hank. That's good. I, we'll I'm miss too you. busy. Um, Walmart has Yoshi's Woolly World with the pink amiibo oh. for twenty bucks nice. because it takes nice. up too much space. And yep. look forward to that dropping. People were mad at me for saying the Toys of Life thing is over. Like I don't want that to happen. I just walk through retail and see it as a reality. Like yeah. it takes up way too much space. And they're getting rid of that. They're moving. Been... They're moving Lego Dimensions season one over to dollar stores because, yeah. like, in, in no Lego gets discounted ever. No. Like, even if you just put them in a box and called them Legos and flipped the chip into the garbage, it's really played the bad. game. It's really too bad because they made really good stuff mm-hmm. and they invested in good games. Yeah. but yeah, uh, Mass Effect trilogy four fifty on the PSN store. Prepare for nice. Mass Effect Andromeda. Nice. Uh, you can play it there. Dark Souls three is nineteen ninety nine at GameStop. Amazon sure. has Doom for twenty dollars. Yeah. Uh, and Games with Gold just announced for March Borderlands two Evolve Heavy mm. Weapon and Layers of Fear free with your Xbox Gold account. Nice. Nice. Take my advice do as I say. Save a little money for a rainy day. I saw it coming this time for the first time ever. News. Uh, well, we might as well keep the Switch train running. Uh, one of the big announcements from GDC was Nintendo's uh, reveal of. N- Nindies? Which How are they call them? That, yes. yes, that's what, that's where Chris was at today. That is our word. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so it's uh, they announced, making fun of you. They announced, I think, like sixty plus uh, indie games that will be coming to the Switch eventually within this uh, year. They said the twenty seventeen, uh, but things get delayed. So what was the one that looked like? Um, like the Neo Geo po- uh, Pocket Pocket Color Rumble. Games? Pocket oh Rumble. my god, that oh was god. so fun to play. Did you see that one, Chris? No, I didn't. It. it Nobody makes oh, a game to look like Pocket Neo I did Geo see Pocket that. Color yeah. Game. Bizarre. Yes. Huh. It's, it's a very simple fighting game oh, made to play the, just they, like SNK versus Capcom on Neo Geo Pocket Color. Nailed the art style. Yeah, they really so did. Yeah. Fuck the, me. The developers were super nice, and uh, they, they I loved playing the game. It was really Pocket Rumble looks really cool. But there was one Nindy announced that made me like justified my purchase of the Switch. Uh-huh. Runner three. Yes, I uh, loved Bit Trip Runner back when it came out on the Wii. Mm-hmm. Uh, Runner Two, like I think it's one of the highest review scores I gave gave at OXM. I gave it a nine, and yeah, Runner Three. If it's just more of the same, I will already love it. But like, yeah, that developer is great. The Runner series is great, 
And yeah, a lot of the stuff is stuff that's already been announced for other consoles. Uh, but it's cool they're getting but, it. Yeah, and, and yeah. again, like you said, Chris, like that you can play these games both on your TV and, and, and in a portable like yeah, sense. I it's I great. I still... Have they been clear on what the... Like the local multiplayer is like with portable systems. I don't know. No, they haven't really. I mean, it's about sharing your two Joy Cons wherever you go. But that's but, huge. If like yeah. they could connect like a fucking any Nintendo portable mm. ever has been able to do. Yeah, it would be amazing if they can recreate that. Yeah, it's really cool conceptually. I like to see. I look forward to seeing how people play with it in the wild. And yeah, ukulele, Snake Pass, mm-hmm. Blaster Master Zero mm-hmm. that got announced. Steam World wow. Heist and is out. Like the week after this? Yes, I it was bizarre so. to go into an event and see someone wearing a Sunsoft shirt. I got very, 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 <laughs> very happy. Confusing. Uh, and the new Shovel Knight expansion. They're getting and Stardew Valley's coming. It's getting. They they got all the, a lot of the biggies. Huh. So I. It's cool it's, to see they. Yeah. The, the the guy there showing it off was the head of Nintendo's like partner management. Mm-hmm. He was very proud of what they pulled together for the Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, both, Rightly so. both Ukulele and um, Stardew Valley have exclusive multiplayer modes that will debut oh, on the Switch. Which they is will like, debut on the Switch, but you will get them on the PC as well. The, yeah. the Stardew Valley uh, guy had to defend himself like, no, you'll, it'll still be on the PC, please, guys. <laughs> chill out. <laughs> uh, so while you're happy about all this downloadable stuff on the Switch... Uh, as you mentioned before, Hank, there will be no virtual console on the Switch at Ugh, launch. What the f- Which I, even the Wii two had that when the Wii didn't know what to do. have it eventually. Yeah. It's and just, you'll soon be able I, to pay $5 am, for the same Nintendo games I'm honestly games again. surprised that the virtual console is still around because you never hear Nintendo like touting any sales numbers, which makes me believe that... like. You're that good. Well, yeah, I bet they're not. I bet they don't sell that well. I bet that the ones that do come out are like... Super cheap, they just and they're usually Pokemon in Snap. Like, yeah, fucking three weeks I mean, ago. they overcharge for those things. That, they, that is yeah. a problem. But yeah. here's my theory on that: Has Nintendo said that this will have Virtual Console? I mean, yeah, they didn't stuff, not right? say. So my they, theory yeah. is is that Virtual Console is the name of that service that started on the Wii. It's kind of mm-hmm. redundant. It's just a downloadable game. Yeah, and they also want to get rid of that cachet because, like, I already bought this game on the Virtual Console. Mm-hmm. This isn't the Virtual and, Console. Yeah, calling it Virtual Console thing. kind of. It gives you that same expectation that you had with the Wii, where it's like, well, where's my virtual console game this week? Yeah. Even the Wii U still does it, and nobody's buying anything on the Wii U anymore, but it, they still have it to made do it because it's a lot it's more a, sense in 06. Yeah, but if they just, if it's not, it's yeah, game. if they I just get it. rid of virtual console, though, they could, yeah, here's a GameCube game. <laughs> we'll, we'll put out one every month and a half. Yeah. Like, there, there's no schedule, but just be in the retro hap- section, not yes. in the virtual console section. Yeah. But, you know, if Nintendo was smart, they'd make a sort of Netflix streaming service. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there's yeah. any type of thing like that coming to games. <laughs> Are there, Dave? Uh, well, there's the Xbox One, or sorry, the Xbox Game Pass, it's which is nuts, uh, it's coming later this spring mm-hmm. on the Xbox One. Uh, it's Kind of like PlayStation Now, but a little bit more robust. It's ten bucks a yeah, month. That you, you it, get it, the press access. release is filled with the word "download." Yeah, so you download the game. You don't stream a game. Uh, nice. Over a hundred, I think they they said they're going to have at launch. Uh, some of the things that they are you kidding? Somewhat announced are Halo Five, Payday Two, NBA Two Six, NBA Two K Sixteen, down from there, and Soul Calibur Two. So yeah, I know they had Soul Calibur Two in there. Spawn uh, <laughs> finally. It, it, I think it's got both Spawn and Hihachi. So yes, you wow. know, uh, they, two consoles. One they couldn't get. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm kind of a month is a nice deal for that. But yeah. I'm not. I don't play all my gold game. I played almost none of my games with gold. Games, I know, and so. I, that's it. Like I'm already gonna pay, you know, 
60 bucks for a year of Xbox Gold. Then I'm paying 10 bucks more a month for this. Mm-hmm. And I, I let it renew, mm-hmm. but then there's also EA Access, which is like you get those games free or you get those games for like an, an, a week early mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. for a discount and all that. And also, I my just my back, backwards compatibility games mm-hmm. on the Xbox One already is like insane. Yeah. I don't know. Like, to me, this is not appealing. But if you just bought an Xbox One, didn't have the 360, if you're somehow, if that somehow went, if, the Xbox One is somehow your jumping in point for Xbox that you have a hundred yeah. extra games and you just pay ten dollars for them. That's a good deal. I still think, I still think it's a great deal because the internet obviously has mm. destroyed the yeah. entertainment industry, <laughs> but it doesn't. It doesn't seem like it's hurting movies and television to yeah. make things. Ex- to make things exclusively for television and give them a life, like maybe mm-hmm. your show is like Arrested Development. It doesn't. It didn't reach the syn- the magic syndication number. Yeah. But still can make money on this other platform, and where like yeah. good games can go to receive new life. Yeah. And like I, I really love the idea, and I hope it. I hope it works out. I just I didn't like the way <laughs> I didn't like the way the press release read. Mm-hmm. Halo Five, and then Payday Two, and mm. Soul Caliber Two, like. Yeah, that's, real, that's, the, that's your fourth off. highest. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's your fourth highest draw. Oh, yeah. like, it might be the best Soul Caliber game. But still, no, it's it it's a fine yeah. game. It's just like it's, there's been five of them. And their version has Spawn. Yeah, 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 yes. I don't mean to shit on it. I just I can't. It, it's just not that big hmm. expense either. Yeah. Because like almost anything worth buying on the Xbox is yeah. ten dollars. Well, Dave mentioned EA Access, and there's one EA employee that won't have access to the building anymore soon. Uh, Peter Moore. Peter Moore, formerly of Microsoft. uh, I suppose he still has that four tattoo. Yes, and it's going to be embarrassing to show to all of his football buddies, or (laughs) soccer, if you will. Footy. Uh, He's become the CEO of the Liverpool Football Club soccer team. Uh, don't ask me what their actual team name is. Is there but, anything uh, Peter Moore can't do? Yes. I mean, this is the natural conclusion. He is a Liverpudlian. Yes. <laughs> so it's him. It, he hung it him. on his wall. And and if you've watched any EA press conference, you know you know he's interested in every. He does act interested in everything he talks about. But when it's FIFA time, he's like, and oh boy, FIFA, oh man, and I and I paid I paid a million dollars to get this uh, football player you've never heard of. Excuse to come me, out while here. I have a wang, a, a million farthings. Yeah, you can now farthings. play with Sepp Blatter on your team. Uh, on your Sepp Blatter team. is the greatest name. I think it was Sklar Blatter. Yeah. It's Sepp Blatter sounds like what happens when someone shits in your dick. <laughs> it's it's like one syllable off from Sepp Blatter. Septic Blatter. <laughs> So, I mean, it makes sense that he, I think also Peter Moore saw, he was put in charge of like some esports division, which sounds like that's him yeah. being told you're not going to be the CEO. <laughs> so if I was him, I'd be like, yeah, fuck this. I'm only, so i am only got so many more years left. I should just run a, a soccer team. I only have several million dollars of golden parachutes left. So what am I going to do? <laughs> oh, anything I want. Great. He's yeah. way better than Don Matrick, though. I'm yeah, upset that nobody uh, used my headline for any of their stories. Uh, which is P E A T E R no more? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Jesus Christ! Because it looks like an it looks like a gamer tag. That's fine. That's true. Do you have dollar signs in the front and back of it? Yes. <laughs> well, speaking of dollar signs, uh, Twitch streamers will see dollar signs through mm-hmm. the new program where people can buy That's games really cool. through Twitch. That's really cool. Uh, it gives a commission to the streamer and also obviously to the developer and publisher. Yeah. But it's, uh, I mean, I'm just wary of, like, buying any game through a, mean that, a means that isn't Steam itself. But that seems weird. Twitch is Amazon. 
I, yeah. You'll be fine. Yeah, You'll is. be fine. And, and the most gorgeous thing yeah, I saw today <laughs> that you guys missed was that we streamed Horizon mm-hmm. uh, and then some WWE. And everybody coming in yelling to Dave about the end of the Gungeon news. Because you're like the most hmm. vocal. We didn't even oh, talk yeah. about that. Yeah, like the most vocal person about Enter the Gungeon. And like, you become the Enter the Gungeon guy. Yeah. And like, everybody was so excited yeah. about that. Now, if you're an actual influencer, not mm-hmm. like Laser Time members, yeah. um, <laughs> you, you can help the game make money and make a little money yourself for, for dude, giving you incentive to champion a project. Yeah. There's no reason to go out there and pretend you believe in a game you don't believe in. Mm-hmm. But to give you, Dave, an incentive to like get out there every day, like, Enter the Gungeon's the raddest game of the year. Yes. And I'll show you as much as I can. Here, buy it here. Yeah. Get a discount. Support me. Because Enter the Gungeon rules. Yeah. And I mean, mm-hmm. like, for some inside baseball stuff, like, to stream on Twitch is like, it's a, it's a good platform, but yeah. like, it's not like YouTube where, like, you can make money almost immediately, Don't, but Twitch is no like, one makes money on Twitch. Yeah, like, you have to be in the Twitch partner program, and that's... that's a, that's Just a tr- rejected from, yes. by the way. Thank <laughs> but you. But it's, it's nice that there's some means for, like, if you're not the biggest streamer in the world, if you're selling games through Twitch, like, you're getting something. It's like Amazon affiliate links. You're still getting something. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I think it's a, it's a, it's a good move. Yeah. Uh, and I, apparently, if you buy a game through Twitch, you get... You get some like Twitch DLC. I don't. I don't know what you call it, but like Twitch emotes and other yeah. things you wouldn't normally get. So it's like extra little things that you're not just paying. Like you know, I think it's real neat. The the, the going market price. You're getting something extra on top of it. So mm. it, it, that that's a a nice little uh, impetus, I guess, it, to buy a game through Twitch beyond just helping you know your streamer friends. Uh, well, speaking of streamers, streamer friends. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> a, a a person who wh- ha- whose mission was to beat. Every single That's NES nice, game in Twitch streams finally accomplished it. He went through all 714 games that have a conclusion that you can play to. So no Othello. Yes. No, uh, no Donkey sports Kong. games. Yeah. Uh, no Maniac. No, actually. Uh, so, yeah, 714 games. The final game that he beat was Super Mario Brothers 3. I really thought we were going to beat it first during our race streams, but he he just beat us out. Brett wasn't here again this week, so we did a a new stream. Henry, Dave and I went in cold and streamed the first level of Bart vs. the Space Mutants to see who could figure the fuck out what you're supposed to do. That means he beat Bart vs. the Space Mutants. He he got all the purple things, and then all the hats, and then all the other things. (laughs) And then Bart vs. the World. Yes. Collected every level of McGaggy. (laughs) Versus Radioactive Man. Man, so congratulations to that their yeah. streamer. Yeah. And uh, last and definitely not least, uh, Middle Earth Shadow of War will yeah. be coming uh, to consoles Amazing. and PC. Consoles, which also includes uh, uh, Project Scorpio, uh, really? on no, August not, 20th. Or I guess it will eventually. Uh, Project Scorpio won't be August. Yes. Everybody will. else gets it August 22nd. Even Switch? No, no, actually, no, not not sorry. a real console. Come on, let's uh, but I'm I'm jazzed about this because hey, that was WB my games one of my are supported Wii U they very early bit. on. They did a bit, that's that but... Lego. They have an exclusive. The only, yeah. the only exclusive games to Wii U that's third party. Yeah, but, but it, yeah, this. I mean, the uh, Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor was one of my favorite games of 2014. I think it came 2014, out. 2014, yeah, pretty and crappy. 2014. I still kind yeah. of wish it had been our game of the year instead of I think Dragon Age Origins. Yeah, I. Inquisition. I mean, yeah, or Inquisition. Gross. Yes, they, I, just the, what was it? What they call it? The Nemesis system. Yeah, I yeah. love oh, that. Yeah. That I would just get caught up on like 
fuck that orc that killed me an hour ago. Yeah. I'm going to spend the next 90 minutes ta- chasing this one guy mm-hmm. just because he has a name and he got promoted for killing me. <laughs> I'll show him. Uh, I haven't really... I didn't get to watch the trailer or like... I can tell you some stuff about yeah, it. Yeah, I want to so, know. Uh, it's it only cinematic. I, trailer, I did a right? whole thing about it on the on fandom.com. You can watch me and Bob's video reactions. Who powers there, that? Wikia. It's powered by Wikia. But so it was Warner Interactive had been teasing something for March 8th. Then late Saturday, Sunday night, while Warren Beatty was fucking up things, <laughs> at the same time, hey, that, that t- was entirely fake on the way fuck up, and the guy backstage at Price Waterhouse Cooper. <laughs> so at the same time, Target was pulling a fade done away, and they leaked oh, they, they leaked Shadow of War's box art oh, and man. all oh, and like awful. the the press sheet details, <laughs> and so then the next morning. Warner Interactive is like, screw it, here's the cinematic trailer, and we're going to show you on March 8th now is the gameplay reveal, so you can still look forward to that. Okay. So, it picks up where the last one uh, left off, which is Forging a New Ring, uh, the Italian, the very boring guy, and and Celeridon, what's his? Celebrimbor. Celebrimbor. Celeriman. The one you remember, because he's more interesting. Celebrimbor, the much more interesting guy who Mm. forged the rings. He's forging a new ring, a ring of power for Italian to wear. And then Celebrimbor, once he finishes the rings, is kidnapped. And he's taken away. And so Italian is just left to his own devices with a power ring, which I guess is what's going to give him his extra abilities in it. Because it was Celebrimbor in the first game. (laughs) Yeah, and it's still still Celebrimbor. Sorry, jeez. And then meanwhile, Sauron seems to have a body in it and in is in his armor you saw in the flashbacks in the fellowship of the ring ah. which is just like well wait a minute no no even in the jackson world he never seemingly took a physical form so this is an interesting new take hmm. it was kind of like they were talking about it he was supposed to and then he was like going to take off his helmet and be really pretty yeah <laughs> they had a lot of dumb ideas uh, but they were very tired but so. i i have this feeling like okay so either this is like veering into seriously non-canon territory or they're gonna have a thing where like oh you're actually like everyone thinks that uh sauron is defeated when frodo throws the the mm-hmm. one ring in but like really at that same time your army was breaching his tower and you were like stabbing him in the face there's only so much they are legally allowed to change in the tolkien myth like yeah. when you license tolkien they they take that shit seriously mm-hmm. so though they're they're licensing the idea of middle earth that's also why it's so weird that it's like Middle-earth, Shadow of Mordor, not Lord of the Rings, Shadow of Mordor, the more famous name, because that they couldn't license. But nope. it still, it seems still to take place in between the two, uh, between the two big books, in between Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. It's still taking place in Mordor. Mordor so you're is gonna looking lose. <laughs> Mordor's looking Spoiler. a lot uglier. Mm-hmm. Well, I certainly wouldn't think that this ring could corrupt Talion. Like oh, that wouldn't no. happen. No way. And uh, the Troy Baker still playing the dude, mm. still playing Italian in body and voice. And lastly, yeah, it's got Nazgul's in it, and it seems to be updating the Nemesis system to be even bigger than just enemies, but also that'll end up with oh. customization in like areas, and uh, it, there's going to be a lot more customizable choices. They knew the Nemesis system was its real key yeah. to it, and so they're they're going hard on that. And hopefully, Gollum will still make a cameo appearance oh, and leave yes. the uh, family circus lines around the map for you to follow. <laughs> <laughs> I chose to forget that. 
one one announcement that wasn't on here. Massive Entertainment, the studio that made The Division, just announced it's going to be making a new game set in the Avatar universe. Oh, uh, right, uh, yes. Using the Snowdrop engine. If only James Cameron had like told us about that for 20 minutes. <laughs> It'll be an interesting thing to see how popular Avatar is after like that 8 it, years of Avatar. And it was the highest grossing movie ever for a while. Or mm-hmm. is it still? I don't know. It, I still, think it still is. is yeah. And you never know. It could be like it's The Matrix so where it's insane. like something goes off in everyone's brain and it's the biggest oh, thing. Oh yeah, that's. But I, but also J like James Cameron can make anything work. He still hasn't proven to me that he'd fail at anything. Yeah. Like every everybody wants him to fail so hard. They want him to fail so hard with Titanic. They want him to fail so hard with Avatar. He didn't. I had one dumb, more dumb news story though. All right. So I mean, this is, might be known to hardcore Nintendo fans, but you know what? Better week for hardcore Nintendo news that it was revealed that the Mario theme had does have not unlike the Star Trek theme official lyrics but? that nobody acknowledges. Really? Yes. That, but that. I think in 1985, Nintendo had a fucking radio contest where people would submit lyrics, and they <laughs> accepted them. What, and, and you can hear in this clip, it's it's sung in Japanese, okay. uh, and you can hear the lyrics to the Mario theme. That's a <laughs> real husbands of LA. Uh, no, it's I have the translated lyrics and Ooh. I have the theme song queued up, so I'm going to try and sing along in English to let you know these are real. Okay. The real lyrics right. official. Do Mario. It's, All right. it's no? I'm queuing this shit up. <clears throat> Here we go. Uh, two day full of energy. Mario is still running, running. Go save Princess Peach. Go today, full of energy. Mario runs today, full of energy. Jumping today, full of energy. Searching for coins. Uh, keep going, Mario. Keep going, Mario. <laughs> get a get a mushroom. It's Super Mario. Get a fire flower. It's Fire Mario. Goomba Troopa, Buzzy Beetle, beat them all. Mario is always full of energy and strong. <laughs> full of energy. Uh, go beat the Koopa Tribe. Go. Today full of energy. Mario runs. Today full of energy. Jumping. Today full of energy. Searching for coins. Today keep going, Mario. Get a star. Become invincible. Quickly. Go. How long do you want me to say <laughs> Princess Peach? Lock it to blooper. Cheap, cheap. Beat them all. Mario is always <laughs> energy and very strong peace symbols put my hand behind my head uh, my eyes disappear and stink lines come over my face i am the na- i am anime personified can i stop now? Uh, yeah. I there just- was way more thought put into that than captain lou albano just describing a dance that doesn't actually hey work do the me <laughs> oh, full of it is just like is it just repeat the word genki over and over again maybe yeah, yeah it's it doesn't translate that well to english yes. but like it's it's authentic, yeah. I guess. Uh, sorry that guys that I gotta leave early. My answer to the question of the week, by the way, is my Game Boy Micro still has a charge. That is wow. somehow that it that it somehow still does. That is amazing. Wow. Thanks yeah. for joining I, us, Dave. Alright, mm-hmm. it's time for the community segment, which as always is segmenting our community. Last week's question of the week, as you might remember, was what's the oldest system you have that still works and does which Henry ones have an answer? Oldest which system? ones, if any, have broken down on you? Mm. Boy, you know, I moved out without bringing most of my old systems with me. I guess 
Definitely, it's a Game Boy, Game Boy Advance. I turned on my Game Boy Advance last year, my old, my launch day Indigo Game Boy Advance, Mm -hmm. and still played it. The screen was literally invisible to me now. Like, I'm just so used to backlit screens. I was like, how did I ever look at this? How, How did I ever look at it? But that, that one still worked. As for one that broke down on me, I mean, I had a red ringed system, so that's oh. that's pretty much it. I had a red ring three sixty. I'm one of the few people. Mine is my sixty four. It just oh wow, yeah, ate shit very early. It never on. happened to me. I Did, treated my N sixty four real poorly. I didn't do anything. Like yeah. I, all of my systems still work. Yeah, I've always thought of Nintendo systems as indestructible until the GameCube. Well, they don't. They, we <laughs> don't want to update this ever. Let's no. get it yeah. right the first yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> Let's hope that's the way of the Switch, baby. But so too. the first responder in the forums was Sma, so they get read first. Mm. Sma said, my oldest system that still works is my Commodore Damn. 64. Huh. You can do a whole lot more now that you've got your Commodore 64. Uh, I still wheel it out from time to time to play the SSI D&D games, Pool of Radiance, etc. <laughs> wow, I love those. The only systems that have broken down on me are in my original fat PS2, though my Slim is still running, mm-hmm. and my OG Xbox, which red ringed, though my 360 is still running. Wow. Uh, the Mirai said, I have an NES and a Game Boy original. The four, the gray four ba- AAA battery brick. I think that was double A. No, it was a draw. Yeah, that I was, remember. Anyway. It was double A. And both still somehow work fine, even if the front part of the screen fell completely out <laughs> due to the old goo glue turning wow. bad. From what I understand, this is fairly normal as they're pretty hardy since they were built out of 80s and 90s tech and they're durable because Nintendo likes to dummy proof their products with plastic hence why you can drop a TV on your N64 and it will shrug it off and likewise my handheld Nintendo consoles are fine my PSP had several cracked screens and I've replaced the screen in it twice and my Game Boy Advance I had non-Nintendo help with this is apropos of nothing a segue to the next one that I'll read but uh, that electronics I remember my dad being so proud that he had a Sony television because yes. it meant he didn't have to buy another television ever because yeah. a Sony television will never break and when it does you bring it to a repairman and get it fixed and I'm, my buddy's dad who's owned a TV shop our whole lives mm. it just went out of business because nobody repairs electronics you just buy a new you TV. just buy new shit put it in the landfill and get a new tv it's yep. very even like i'm looking at my ps4 and like I'll, I'll, i'm just getting another one like there's no way around it it's yeah. it's just weird we nerds like us didn't think about that because we never wanted to part with these things mm-hmm. and this is fascinating because uh benta man says my gamecube has withstood so much and nintendo i believe tried to and this is me not benta man mm-hmm. that no no that's not a handle on the machine Yes, it was. Yes. Yeah, totally. yes, it was. But, like, you were afraid it would break. It's it, an adorable purple lunchbox. Yeah, it was supposed to be brought around to your friends' houses. That's what Nintendo was trying to do. Mm-hmm. That is a handle. And I have picked it up, and I have dropped it, and that shit never fucking broke But at probably all. some lawyer told him, like, you can't say Yeah, don't tell handle, people to move like, the console. We're going to get sued. What, are you crazy? <laughs> uh, but he keeps going, uh, one night I had, hadn't done my homework due to my progress on Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4. The last good one. This infuriated my father, who was yelling at me, uh, held my console above his head, and two hands slammed it on our tile floor. Jeez! Which I'm just imagining like the opening of 2001. 
Uh, I, I, I will destroy this expensive <laughs> toy I probably bought for you. It was wasn't it never not two hundred dollars? Uh, pretty much. Um, yeah. I remember tears flying from my face as I ran to cradle my sweet sweet cube. I quickly pulled it back, plugged it back in, and it still worked. After surviving my father's power bomb and many other trials, it continues to rule my life to this day. That's is it amazing. is it weird That's to think amazing. that Great. like that that inspired the Okama Game Sphere episode of South Park? <laughs> That's right, Okama Game Sphere. Oh, it's so old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tranquil Bez said the oldest system that I own that still works is a pre-owned N64 that I bought in 2003. Mm-hmm. I'm shocked at how well everything still works. That shit is invincible. Yeah. DeLorean Wolfgang said, "Hey guys, long-time listener, first-time commenter. What up, Delo?" I still have a working NES original Game Boy and a prize possession, a working Virtual wow. Boy, which nice. I do say it is still fun to play. Wario Land is a very enjoyable game, and ten- Techno Boxer, Tellero Boxer. Well, I'm just saying what he wrote. I know, I know. Tellero Boxer is I'm still, correcting him, not you. Could is be a still, territory. Is still a challenge to master. My N64 seemed to shit the bed a few years back, but with a little noodling around, it works just as well as it did when my parents brought it home from the pawn shop. Mm. And Rudfucker said, I've got an NES, Super NES, and Game Boy Color that all still work well. I bought one of those retro NES top loaders two Christmases ago, but I never opened the box. This was uh, in anticipation of my NES dying, which still hasn't happened 30 years later. Fuck you, modern consoles. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Joseph Valdez says, I had a 3DS XL that had a weird thing happen to it where whenever I opened it all the way out, it would turn itself off. Luckily, I had a warranty on it from my local GameStop, but when I took it to get replaced, the lady at the counter said the computer showed that my one-year warranty had expired. I told her this wasn't possible since I always get the two-year warranty. She called her boss over for help. He took one look at me, recognized me as a customer that's been going there for years, and told her if Joseph said he bought the two-year warranty, he bought the two-year warranty. Give him... A new 3DS. We all pee the same at 3DS here. (laughs) (laughs) Some people have a hate boner for GameStop, but the one I frequent has Mm. always been good to me, and for that, I love the company. Yeah, I could give GameStop shit, but I want to give a shout-out to the San Francisco one. Everybody there is awesome Mm. and nice and cool, and I I can't imagine having... I couldn't imagine having these conversations with people... 20 years ago that I get to yeah. have with GameStop. Replaced. I wish it was a universal quality that all that those good GameStops were everywhere. Like, I've yeah. been, I just, I have not had that experience. Every GameStop I've been into is out to, like, take a little extra from me yeah. every time. And they're just like, hey, your money back. Side news, they did walk back that circle of life thing that leaked where they were uh, trying to fucking move. Fucking good, man. Yeah, uh, they walked that back. So, good Curious Quail said, oldest one I've got is my Atari, my trusty Damn. Atari 800. Damn. The dual cartridge, the dual cartridge port home computer, one with the monstrous five and a quarter inch floppy drive, still works great, and most of the floppies are in working order too. Oddly enough, the only game console I've ever had die on me was a Nintendo Wii. Video card fried out a few years ago, yet the SNES and NES plug along like champions. I have not heard of a Wii dying. Um, Major Third said, my oldest still working console is my OG Game Boy. The screen protector is peeled off, yep. it's yellowed as hell, and the battery cover is gone. Uh, those These have been the case for as long as I can remember. But the damn thing still works. If you go to the Nintendo store in New York, don't they, they have that 
Game Boy still working. They have the they have survive the, the Desert one. Storm. Yeah, yeah, they have the yeah. Desert yeah. Storm yeah. one. Ninety two yeah, bombing still up. working. Got blown up, melted, and still works. I was just at the Nintendo store a month ago, and it was amazing. They had a different thing there. I'm just like, wow, that's these are all mint condition boxes of mm. all these original games like that are just out of the Nintendo warehouse that they've just not opened for 30 years it's incredible I remember Nintendo Power would always print like stories about like like about indestructible Nintendo products and there was one that yeah, stuck in yeah. my mind where like uh, a Game Boy cartridge got stuck in someone's toilet and so like they tried to get it out uh, like a plumber came by and tried to dissolve it with lye mm-hmm. uh, nothing worked and like finally they, he was like it came back up and he was somehow able to fish it out of his toilet uh, the, the label had come completely off because of the <laughs> lie but he slapped it back in his Game Boy and boy it worked fine wow damn uh, <laughs> Itchy Sunburn said oldest system I own that still works is my Game Boy Advance I got in September 2001 runner up is my OG Xbox Mine would be the SNES, but I lost all my old games and consoles in a fire in 2001. Oh, that's sad. Oh, dear. When my apartment was struck by lightning. Oh, God. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> oh, hey, I'm glad you're all right, though. Yeah. But, man. Christ. Then lastly, Celebrate Dirt says, My most durable console has to be my old Xbox. Xbox. Just Xbox. The green black animal weathered many a direct hit and took to mod- and took to modding like it had always secretly been missing a part of itself. Mm-hmm. An awesome part yeah. that let you play games for free. I still br- <laughs> happened to me too. I still bring it out when I get wasted with friends and want to play Super Mario War or the first best Star Wars Battlefront. The lopsided maps and broken ass droid droidicas droidicas yeah droidicas in that game are perfect for their own for your own private thermopylae. <laughs> anyway, the last time I brought it out in the power button, it booted to the original green blob reactor thing. Oh God! Did the hard drive fail? I panicked and drunkenly popped open the weird trunk of a case. It looked like a, the mod chip had wiggled loose in years of being forgotten in the corner of the basement. I jiggled that sucker back into place and kabloomers! Battlefront resumed. I fully intend on one day bringing that sick castle of an Xbox, just Xbox, out to show the kids and grandkids how their pappy can hold a friggin' beachhead on Kashyyyk from those soulless droids while his own wretched team jumps out of treehouses. This is, this is dumb, and I know you guys want to go, but I want to tell that story. When we worked at Radar in, like, you know, it's just impossible to get gameplay from certain consoles. Yes. And I was like, no, fuck that. I called my buddy... Uh, Spiculies has been on the show mm. and like you still using your modded Xbox which he installed with a chip but it also since it's the first live console if you were booting it to play legit games live you had to turn the switch off to turn the mod off right. so it wouldn't send a bullet through the internet and so it had like all these switches on it that you had to turn on and off if you want to play legit games or if you want to play your bootleg like mm-hmm. 500 gig hard drive of a bunch of emulated <laughs> stuff and that was the only way at Radar that we could capture everything wow. in like 480p quality Damn. and then right when we oh that's a great idea let's go do that i think it was gaming farty butts and just bam just shit the bed and it's like well what are you gonna you modded a console to play illegally there's no yes. one even to call there's no, like, to there's, there's, there's no support line for this no, at all it's just over get, get a get a soldering iron and learn i do just remember carrying that for land parties of original halo Carrying Insane. that treasure chest of a, of a system. Like an entire television yes. that I have. It, I'm lucky enough to have seen 
with my own two eyes, a room of four televisions, 16 players going at once. Yep. And when I say that mo- that movie Upstream Color, that girl in the front, like she was there. That's so weird. Why was that girl at a Halo party? Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was that was my Halo party. Why, Amy, why was Amy Simons there? We did that at a friend's house where he had. It was it, we were so. I was still living at home at that time, and he was living in an apartment what? with what his own apartment. Well, he was like he is twenty three, and we, wow, we were you like get to walk 19. up to the second floor to go home. So we had. <laughs> so we thought it was amazing to land party it together in four separate rooms, so there wasn't yeah. even screen looking. Yeah. It was just amazing. You'll never know that feeling, kids, with your internet. And don't tell me I don't like Halo because I dropped a fucking television and Xbox. Yeah. Well, we all, with my friends. We all remember the things like when the first Xbox came out and like the Japanese like there's a Japanese guy who was quoted as saying like in Japan that thing is a coffee table. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's too big for Japanese Same. apartments. And so uh you remember I did the the Bybush uh, PlayStation yeah. 2 thing that yes, protest the I heard, where I heard of Michael before I yeah. met Michael. I got interviewed by a Japanese radio station wow. when that happened and they asked me like why are you getting him a PS2? And I said, because Xbox is too heavy. Uh, <laughs> and they laughed at that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so awesome. Someday you need to tell that whole tale of your buy mm. bush a PS2 Maybe campaign. Maybe someday. Well, I got so much hate mail. It endeared yeah. me to hate mail early on. And it's it's so, like, apolitical, too. Mm. It, well, I mean, it wasn't. <laughs> it, it wasn't, it wasn't. Like, yeah. It was... It was Really fucking patronizing on my part. <laughs> like, let's not lie. Like, I just, I just hey, Mr. It. President, play a fucking video game instead of sending people to war. I knew you for two years and didn't know that you did that. <laughs> and like, I was a little boy in Florida. Like, this is hilarious. Who did this? Yeah. It was you. It's yeah, so cool. It well, I heard that. I heard W's great now because he said Bush is, or he said Trump yeah. isn't good. Everyone so that likes makes him his, now. You want to talk yeah. lesser of two evils? Fuck that man. Like he. <laughs> all right, all uh, right. Let's see if in four years Trump can do as many bad things as W did. Sure, you to Trump. stop listening and not leave. Yeah, a Let's not I will make rile the haters. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's go point. to this week's yeah. question of the week, then. All right. I've probably done this before, but new Who question cares? of the week. Uh, what is your favorite launch game of all time? I'll go with this one right. first. So there are a ton of launch games I love. I, I love more than this one, but I didn't play it more, and especially didn't play it more at launch. Mm-hmm. And that is Super Monkey Ball. The Like, so... You know, I didn't get the yeah. Xbox One at launch, or the Xbox original mm-hmm. at launch. I only got it like four months later when that same guy I was talking about was saying, no, Halo is the next Gold 9, you're going to want to play it. Then I finally got it. But what I first got was the GameCube I got it on launch day, and I was sure Luigi's Mansion is going to be what I play the most, mm-hmm. or maybe Star Wars. And then in two weeks, I'll be playing Smash Brothers, so who fucking cares? But I had to buy a second launch game in my bundle to get it from Sam Goody. <laughs> oh! <laughs> and so I thought Super Monkey Ball sounded fun, and it's it was great. a Sega game. And so when 60 we started, frames a the, second. that was the game we played all night. The night I got it, I was like, I got it. Let's just stay up all night playing these new games. And it was Monkey Ball we played the most. And we it was just alternating between the heart attack inducing stress of the puzzles mm-hmm. of the regular game and then playing all the mini games, which were man. so much fun. They were it. It was the stealth mini game collection that you didn't know yeah. a, a game, a console needed at launch. When, when, like, I remember when 10 of my friends realized we can. We're over 18 and can rent a beach house for $150 a night. <laughs> Let's get like 10 of us 
and then dragging the GameCube over mm. in Monkey Target all night long. Yeah, guys, but, girls, young, old, everybody playing Monkey Target, but also playing like the pool game. Even the bad yeah. games were fun. Still, like the like playing pool, playing bowling. Monkey Target, the racing one, it was all so much fun. Like I, I had a great time with that, and yeah, I, you know, I still, I still played a lot of other great launch games, but that one is the one I have my favorite memories of. Nickel, mm. or you need some time? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's complicated because I, I yeah. think I want to say like just thinking of all the launch games that I've played, like Super Mario sixty four is obviously amazing. I think Twilight Princess might have been my favorite at the time because, like, new Zelda to so play with my it. new console. So mad uh, at that game. It has not aged as well. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Rogue Squadron 2, Rogue Leader. Yeah. Uh, that was really awesome on GameCube. I thought it looked oh, amazing. Yeah. Like, this is the best-looking game I've ever seen in 2001. And really the best-looking Star Wars game ever, 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 yes. ever, ever. Because they've all... It, like. Battlefront, I think, is it like last year's Battlefront or oh no no, it, it's been yeah. better since then. But like, yeah, of course, every time you played a Star Wars game, like I am just accepting the visual compromise that will come mm-hmm. along with modern game consoles, and th- I think that game was the first like it looks. This looks good. like the fucking movie. It looks as good ah, as a special ah, edition. Ah, it's so good. It looks Video so good. games are going to replace movies yes. as a form of entertainment. Yes. Uh, fuck you, Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. Though we were all, you know, it was two months removed from 9-11. We were all still kind of in shock, so maybe our judgment is, is uh, off there. Yeah, maybe. So that's a, uh, do you have another one? Like, well, no, I, I mean, I, I bought, like, the, the GameCube and the Xbox, mm-hmm. first Xbox, came out, like, a couple months after I'd moved to the Bay Area for the first time. Mm-hmm. And, like, so I, I just have a lot of memories of, like, you know, being new to San Francisco and, like, learning where to buy these things mm-hmm. and... Going to a GameStop and like being like, oh, I uh, <laughs> finding out like, oh, my mom bought me a GameCube for Christmas. I have to Aww. go and return the one that I bought. Sweet. I, yeah. I don't have that issue, and when I could talk about this from a historical perspective, but my parents never, ever, ever bought me shit. Aww. Ever didn't like games. Never got a console on launch day that I didn't buy it myself. It wasn't until I was an adult that they would actually buy systems for me. I always had to save up for it. I'd have to save up for it or, or beg and beg and beg and get good grades for this amount of time. So I never really had anything at launch. Obviously, it'd be like Mario 64 or Mario yeah, World. I mean, but I played yeah. those all at friends' houses. But for me, personally, and this still might not have been launch, but that this is a particularly bad launch window, uh, SSX. Yeah, that, that was another one that I thought about. Saying for, it was really good. For PS2, yeah. Like, I, I don't... I'm pretty positive I didn't get a PS2 at launch, mm-hmm. but I want like I, I it was like sort of coincided right when I moved out of my parents' house and needed a, one more DVD player. What do you do? <laughs> you get a PS2, obviously, and then like and I remember there was jokes about it because SSX was the best thing to play for like six months. Sure was. Um, yeah. Well, and, like, and that seems so unbelievable. It's like, really, yeah. this is the best thing. Not Dynasty Warriors yeah. Two. Not uh, EA to the rescue. Like, as if you Ring of Red. I mean, come on, <laughs> Oni. But the, my memories of like being in my own house in an eight ball beanbag because man, was I cool. Wow. Um, <laughs> playing SSX <laughs> by myself and being late for work and skipping school. Uh, to play oh, SSX, that sounds beautiful. It's 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 a, it should be terrible, but it's very fun. Like the cloudy visual nature of a curved tube television playing wow. SSX in four three sixty i listening to song for dot. <laughs> I you know busting stale fishes and sack taps. I was shocked how much it got me when um, at at Games Radar. One of the later things I did there, we did a video of like 
a video version of things 90s gamers, only 90s gamers remember. Mm-hmm. And so the video team, like, spent way too much on it. But they built in our studio the 90s room that was just oh. like, we got an old couch, we got an old coffee table, we got a 4x3 TV, oh. and we got the old consoles. And when I was in there, I was like, I don't want to leave this room. Yeah. This is a beautiful feeling. Like, this room feels like 1994 to me, and I don't want to leave it. <laughs> to, to their discredit, I built that an accident. Okay, but but there, there's I in my room, my first room when I moved. My I, when I watched Family Matters, mm-hmm. I had two pieces of that furniture in my house. <laughs> wow, like that's the, I had the chair, I had the couch, like that exact same model too. Actually, I take it all back. Mm. Uh, Soul Calibur and Power Stone are the best launch games. That, ah, that, shit, that you're is, right. Those are both very good. Soul Calibur to me is synonymous with skipping school because my friend mm. was the fir- one of the first people to move out of his parents' house. It's across the street from Tallahassee Community College, TCC. <laughs> go, go, go fight in Hayseeds. I don't know what their mascot is, uh, but but like you, I could see my classroom and my friends like. You sure you don't want to play Soul Calibur? I'm like, you're right. <laughs> Fuck that. I can see my teacher looking for me. This is so cool. I to got be a master max. I'm abusing this. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right. So, what is your favorite launch game of all time? Let us know. Go to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. First person to start the thread. Asking the question and answering it gets read first on next week's show. Alternately, you can go to vidgetgameapocalypse.com. Look under the post for episode 203 and answer in the comments. So that's been our show. Let's go out with some plugs. Hank. I, I get to go first. Where can people read your Zelda review? I didn't do a review Zelda. It was by <laughs> Sam. But my, it was by the wonderful Sam Lover, Sam Samantha Loveridge. That, so... Uh, I work for fandom.com, uh, powered by Wikia, but you can find all my writing about games there. I did some fun stuff with the Switch, me and Bob Mackey. Bob McKee? We did an unboxing video of it. I also did a nice little gameplay video of uh, playing through the first 90 minutes of Horizon. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be some other Nintendo stuff. There's going to be other Switch stuff on there as well. But yeah, the best stuff, uh, like, I got to give it all to Samantha. She just got hired on our UK team, but she is a dynamo. Like, she is so awesome, especially, like, she's she's 10 years younger than me and doing great already. She's, she's great. Are you Sam. jealous? I am jealous. I am jealous. I don't have that energy of a 20-year-old game that, press that, person that anymore. That verve, that pep. <laughs> I I miss that, but uh, but yeah, and I did a bunch of fun stuff at GDC too. I'll have some more stuff to talk about that. This is being recorded beforehand, but I really hope that Thursday night they announce Fire Pro Wrestling returns at, at the, uh, for, that Spike did it. They they teased it last week. Really, I feel pretty certain we're getting a new Fire Pro Wrestling, so that'll be awesome. Unless it's bad, but more I wrestling games, fun. please. Spike Chunsoft is doing really great now. They've got Dang and Rampa. And, uh, Dang and Rampa. I think they're going to now just start publishing their own stuff in America now and not leave it to somebody else to get all that fat dong and rampa money. <laughs> fat dong money. But you can also listen to me on Talking Simpsons, the hey! weekly podcast where we deconstruct each episode of The Simpsons one by one. Just started up season five. We're having a great old time on there. Homer goes Give to college. Listen. Homer goes to college yeah. this week, yes. It, which Indeed, it, you're a stupid head. And, and if you like our network, learn the story of how I fell in love with Bob Mackey mm-hmm. before I even knew him. 
Oh. And this episode is key to that. Um, <laughs> so give it a listen. It's fun. Uh, and that in uh, Laser Time this week, we were talking dumbass vacation stories. Our Oscar show was last week. I encourage you to listen to that if you haven't. It's like the most work everybody puts into a show. Three hours of awesomeness. But then all the writing. Like yeah. all the writing and all the editing. We, of the, we, all the write, we all wrote at least one sketch. It's our Super Bowl and the Oscars are over. Maybe you care a little more now. It's mm-hmm. We try and make it fun for folks who only watch Marvel movies. But, um, you know, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Diamondback has an Oscar. It's all good. Very yeah. happy. Very happy with how that went. No, no, no. no that's... Uh, it's not Diamondback. No, it's not Diamondback. It's, oh, it's copper. Co- Cottonmouth. Cottonmouth. Um, yeah. Fucking really happy about all... I've never... I don't know what it's like to be this happy when, like, everything you're cheering for wins. It doesn't... <laughs> it is it never nice. happens. Yeah. Uh, Oscars, baby. Uh, but other than that, we have uh, Horizon Zero, Zero Dawn up and uh, predictions for WWE Fastlane. Mm-hmm. That'll be up. Maybe we'll have another video at the end of the week. I kind of doubt it. <laughs> but you sub- should sub- subscribe, subscribe to the channel anyway. I'm a little tired. And also uh, patreon.com slash time. That's where it's all paid for. That's cool episode so, of Bonus Summer. Yeah. Buddy Wes came on. We celebrate Bill oh, Paxton. Talk shit. about the Oscars. Wes is here. I feel so yeah. bad I miss Wes. Oh, yeah, he, he sent me a text in the middle of this. Uh, couldn't get. I'll get back to him uh, right before I go to bed in between working. Holy shit, do I have a ton to do. Uh, yeah, woo. me too. Me mm. too, baby. Uh, as always, you can follow the show on Twitter at VG Apocalypse or me personally at Wikipars, and you can make me happy by going out and playing Night in the Woods and telling me how awesome yeah. it is. Uh, I really had a lot of fun with that. Anyway, that's oh, one more thing. We, sure. I do, like somebody's sick. A lot of other shit has happened. But Friday, when you're hearing this, we might be doing some live Logan uh, reactions to the movie Logan and some live Switch stuff. Either way, we'll be doing stuff next Tuesday with it. But. Uh, I hope we can do it on Friday. Cool. All right. Well, that's been our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. My favorite one to respond to was top five favorite Tobal characters. And I was like, <laughs> wow. I'm glad to become one of the internet's preeminent authorities on Tobal. Yep. We needed I one. I did it. Did. It's all I ever wanted to be. <laughs> the last one. <laughs> uh, don't use I ruined that. Your secret <laughs> sound. I ruined your secret sound. Uh, <laughs>